What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Big Side Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown and Marquise Brito. And this is now episode 117. In this episode, we will talk about the Bengals 3-1 start preview Brady versus the Pats and then shift to basketball and talk about some of the biggest storylines from NBA media day. These storylines include Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Lonzo Ball's new role and MPJ's max contract extension. This is now episode 117 and a quick Patreon shout out to Brian Jean Baptist, Ricky Bennett, E, Enzo Tomga, Matthew Jimenez, Sean Solis, Sean, Devon McLaurin, Rice Family, John Pintavelli, Sean Triplett, Burner Hoops, Cat Stevens, Ben Mack, P. Dot, George Garcia, Hakari, Mateen, and Jay Aqua. I'm not sure at what number we're going to get to until we stop naming the names because it's getting pretty long. But shout out to all you guys that are supporting us on Patreon and rate and review our podcast and up a podcast. I think we're almost at 50 reviews and that would be a huge milestone for us. And before we start, uh, introduction, Marquise Brito was on the show, longtime childhood friend, right. and Ray right. is finally on cue with his applause. See, last <laughs> episode, we brought in Joel Dells, who worked for PFF, onto the show to talk football. He was amazing. Marquise knows a lot about basketball, so we had to bring him on, because today Debatable. is going to be <laughs> a mostly basketball show. We're going to have about four football topics, but for the most part, the best topics on this show are going to be basketball. So let's start off with football and get that out of the way because I think we're going to get into a lot of good conversation later when we talk about basketball. Thursday night football, the Bengals beat the Jaguars 24 to 21 after being shut out 14 to 0 in the first half. The Bengals are now 3 and 1, 2 years removed from having the first overall pick. They had 4 wins all of last season and now they have 3. Are you shocked by the Bengals 3 and 1 start? I'll start with you, Riv. I mean, I'm a little shocked, but at the same time, you know, this team is young. This team has a lot of talent. You know, you look at that offense, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, who emerged last year, Joe Burrow coming back from injury. They expected a big they expected a big push on the offense, man. And then that defense with DJ Reader, Larry, and Jesse Bates, you know, they're just showing out on the defensive end. So I, I'm not too surprised. But at the same time, them being 3-1 is still a good process, especially for the young guys, because like we talked about before, winning helps young guys get better. So I, I like their team. It's still early. You know, they haven't played the best of competition, you know. And even then on Thursday, Jaguars, that was supposed to be an easy win. I, I said I was going to bet. I could have bet a 1,000 that they was going to win. Right. And I was panicking in the first half. But nonetheless, you know, I think I'm not too surprised, but their schedule hasn't been that strong for me to give a big take. But nonetheless, 3-1 and one is still impressive. For me, it's not surprising at all. I know Joe Burrow's that guy. <laughs> Truthfully, I do. Guy. He is that oh, guy. Man. I, I see Joe Burrow. I see a future superstar. I see everything that he's made out to be. This 3-1 start, regular. This is what they're supposed to do. And like you said, they haven't been playing the most competition, the, the greatest guys, but they've been getting it done as they're supposed to. you got Jamar Chase, one side, T. Higgins, the other, CJ in the middle. It's, it's, it looks scary out there. It looks, And you got, don't forget Joe Mixon in that backfield. Like, it's tough. It's, that's, bro, that's a tough offense. Put Joe Burrow in the middle. I, I love it. 
I love yeah, it. I, I love Kentucky this Bengals Nick. team. And I will say I, I'm, jerseys is fire too. Beautiful. I'm surprised. I'm shocked. You know, because I wasn't sure how Joe Burrow was gonna come off of his torn ACL, but he he came back sooner than everybody expected and he's playing well. And you talked about they haven't faced the best of competition, but they beat the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are one of those teams that last season blew the Bengals out, and the Bengals beat them. Big Ben's arm is shot right now, though. So I mean, yeah, you know, they, they, the they don't. Yeah, they don't have they they don't have the best quarterback right like, now. Big Ben, we can pretty much say he's washed right now. Then week one, they beat the Vikings, and beat the Vikings. even though it was on a last second field goal, and that right. Dalvin Cook fumble was questionable, they still won that game. So wins over the Vikings, Steelers, and Jags, I think, are all impressive. But like you mentioned, Joe Burrow. He's that guy, 348 right. yards, two touchdowns. Tyler Boyd had 118. Yeah. CJ Azama, who, who has been a guy who's such Talk a speedster it. at the tight end position, he had two touchdowns on Thursday, and Joe Burrow audibled on that game-winning play for a screen because he recognized the defense coordinator had a Baltimore black background. They were sending a zero blitz, and Joe Burrow – that's the that's what I like most about him, and I've spoken about it time and time again on this podcast. That I think the best trait about Burrow is that he's a film junkie. Yeah. He just understands what defenses are going to do. And Joe Burrow, he's not the most talented in terms of having the most arm strength or being the most mobile. But when you understand a game at that level, you can be one of the best quarterbacks. Look at Tom Brady right now. Tom Brady's not the most talented, IQ. but he just recognizes the game so well. And I think Joe Burrow has that attribute but outside of the offense I think this defense has been phenomenal right now they're the sixth ranked defense in the NFL that is Ogan Ogan Joby DJ Reader BJ Hill Sam Hubbard Trey Hendrickson who was a breakout player last year for the Saints but I think the biggest improvement has been that linebacking core with Logan Wilson who's playing like a top linebacker right now you also have Akeem Davis Jermaine Pratt I mean these guys are getting after it and you're right. In the first half, it did look kind of shaky. The Bengals were shut out. But the Bengals defense showed out, out in the second half. They locked up Jacksonville and they didn't they did not let them get anything. This is probably like, you know, shout out to the Bengals. You know, they were supposed to win this game. But this is probably the most complete game I've seen out of Trevor Lawrence so far. Like this was by far his best game in my opinion, from start to finish. Even though they, you know, they went up fourteen in the first half, and then they struggled in the second half. Nonetheless, from start to finish, Trevor Lawrence, I feel like he deserves to get his kudos because he did play his best game. He looked really more comfortable, more poised in this game against a tough team like the Bengals. And so I got to give a shout-out to Trevor Lawrence. But, yeah, like I said it, bro, Joe Burrow, it's IQ. Time that, it's time that Jacksonville needs to build the culture, though. They got their guy, right? Now what are you going to do to put him in a position to win? They thought they got their coach. Didn't work. I mean, it's, still really it's not working it's so not, far. Bro, but, I'm telling yeah. you right now. Any is any Tom, other, well, let is me ask you, is any other coach changing the record? Changing the culture or the record? The culture the record. is what's. But it's he's, he's the a culture rookie. right now. Jacksonville. When's the last time they won a game? Can you tell me the date? Can somebody tell me the now, date? Are they on like a 19 game losing streak? 18 or 19. It's bad. It's but it's tough to say. Like it's tough. He's he's a rookie, just like Trevor Lawrence. They got well. Urban Myers is a rookie, bro. Yeah, but he's had success everywhere he's been at. Right, but like, that's that's over have, time, though. You got to give him some time. We can't just say four games in. Oh, yeah, he, but then he's failing. He, I think the reports that came out about him. I mean, in the offseason, he didn't vibe with C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson, right. who was a first round pick, got traded, traded. out of there. 
He wasn't vibing with DJ Chark early on. Now is their best receiver. But CJ Henderson has, there has been reports that he has shown the lack of desire to want to play. I get you, but then also now, drafting, DJ Chark, I can't, I can't drafting Travis Etienne when you have James Robinson and a thousand yard rusher. I feel like that was just to put him with Trevor. You know what I'm saying? Like that I was. I don't just know. A, I get what you're saying. What are you but, trying to establish there? That's, yeah, that's I, what I get, I'm, yeah. I get what it's you're like, saying. But Etienne was a 25th pick. Yeah. Jacksonville had the first pick in the second mm-hmm. round. Yeah. I think Etienne would have been there yeah, yeah, at nah, that second yeah, round. It was definitely a. It was definitely a mistake, but it's still early. It's four games, man. We got to see what they want. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to give it some time. You know, they're not going to, we knew they weren't going to be good this year. We all knew that. So I think you should get I mean, it I, I think, I think you're I, right, but I think team surprises, like, for example, Houston, we all knew they weren't going to be good, but they're competitive. The Lions yeah, are competitive. Right. The Jaguars, they look flat. Like, the Bengals, even them, I didn't think they were going to get to this hot of a start, but yeah. they're surprising everybody. And it's that culture shift. I mean, they, released Geno Atkins this past offseason, who was a guy who was their best defensive player for many years on that team. They started a new culture. Zach Taylor, head coach there, first two seasons had a bumpy start, but you see, like, when he first gets a quarterback. Say it again, though. First two what? First two seasons. But the first season, he had Andy Dalton, who was on, you know, he wasn't good anymore. And A.J. Green, I think, missed the entirety of the year. That defense was awful. Second season... Joe Burrow, they're competitive in every game. But then when Joe Burrow goes down and you have Ryan Finley yeah. running the offense, yeah. now you just take a drop off. I think this Bengals team, though, just to you know go away from the Jaguars, the Bengals, they have built a culture. And right. it's full of young players. Even right. this past offseason, they let go of William Jackson, Mackenzie Alexander. I thought that would hurt them, but Mike Hilton, Trey Waynes, They've stepped up. Eli Apple, yeah. who's a former first-round pick, has so, stepped up for them, too. Are y'all buying stock into the making the playoffs? This is y'all, their, this y'all, is y'all their, ske- this is their schedule. Yeah, it's too early. Oh, but too this early. Is, okay. too this early is their upcoming schedule. Right. The Packers. That's next week. Next week. The Lions. Whew, the Ravens. Tough. The tough. Jets. Easy. The Browns. Tough. And the Raiders. The Jets tough. might be tougher than you think, though. I'm not. I'm asleep. Like, I'm in a coma. We're going to be in Tennessee this weekend. Yeah, I hear that. Derrick Henry is getting forced, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we could just stack the box. They don't have good, Julio no, good luck stacking the. It's Derrick Henry. Good yeah, luck bro. stacking the box. We though. got CJ Mosley. Good. I'm glad for you. <laughs> no, but I think in this stretch of games, CJ's cool. I think they can beat the Lions, Jets, cool. Browns, or Raiders. I think they can go well, three and three in this stretch. Browns is a division game, so that's going to be tough. 50 50. Like at worst, I think they go three and three, which that's would fair. put them at, at six, six and, and four. four. Yeah. And I, I think that's manageable. They can make the playoffs because we've seen right now Pittsburgh has fallen off. Baltimore's so still far. around. They're two and one. Baltimore's still around, but they don't look that great. They almost lost to Detroit, and they would have lost if they that's called a delay Baltimore. a game. They Bounce almost lost game. to Detroit, but they did beat the Chiefs. Right. You're right. So their like, back game might just they're, be. They're a weird team right Bengals. now. Baltimore's a very weird and team. And the Browns, right I think, so far, at least, for, you know, they're. They should, not they should the be the expectations that we thought they'd be. Cleveland so should be undefeated right now. Yeah, their defense should be better. They were great against the Bears, right. but all around they should be better. Right, they picked up defensive pieces in the offseason, and we haven't seen a, a big jump. What have we seen? They're flat. That's a tough division. It's very. Tough. I'm just saying if the Bengals can go 6-4, and four, win solid, 3 yeah. out of 3 in this stretch, mm-hmm. they could finish first or second in the, in the division. And with Joe Burrow, I'll give them a chance to win every single week, and I've said that before. And yeah, Jamar no. Chase has said it too. When you have Joe Burrow, right. you have a chance to win every single. No, yeah, he's a, he's a stud. He's not, you know. You, I know you wanted to play the Auden Tate game, but he's Auden Tate is good. Oh my god, he's good. You gotta let that go. Like, <laughs> now, Auden Tate is <laughs> just, good, but you gotta let that. You gotta let that go. You were wrong about it. Just 
Choke it up. I'm not wrong about Alden Tate being good. But you really said Alden Tate can do what Jamar Chase can do. Like. In the preseason. <laughs> I said I said if Jamar Chase transfers his preseason play into the regular season, Alden Tate can give you the same production. <laughs> oh, He had one catch. Yeah, and that was the catch you were raving about. No, that catch, because it was a great catch. He, he was never touched the ball tackles. ever again. Man, they gotta the give him the ball. They gotta find ways to give him the ball because he's he's a good receiver. No need to. You see Boyd and Chase. Ain't Azama. You no need to give right. him the ball. And I love CJ. He's one of my favorite players to watch right now, but I'm not gonna lie. I like him. Chase is my dude. I like him a lot, yo. He's a good He's player. gonna be good. He's gonna be good next to Burrow. For real. That's gonna be nice to watch. I got Baltimore winning division, man. I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, one of the more anticipated games that's gonna happen tomorrow is the Patriots versus the Buccaneers. Brady is coming back to New England. This is a Sunday night football game. And what do you expect out of this game? Do you think the Patriots will make it competitive where Tom Brady is going to just dominate the, the Patriots? What's going to happen? Well, I think first it starts with Patriots. They're, they have Their front seven has to come to play instantly. If, if they don't set the tone off rip, Brady's going to have fun with the Patriots because he's looking at that game as a personal vendetta. He's looking at it as... This is Belichick versus me. This is how I'm taking it. So if the Patriots can put pressure on him early, make him make faster decisions, make him uncomfortable in that pocket, the Patriots aren't that terrible of a team, and they're competitive every night. I think it could be a good game. It depends on how Brady feels and on what they on what the Patriots do in their front seven. Their secondary, I have good faith in them. They they always come to play. That front seven has to put pressure on Tom Brady early. That dictates what the night does. I, I don't think it's a Buccaneers thirty shutout. Shootout? No, I don't. I don't think. I, I people look at this game and they see Tom Brady. They see blowout. It could be. I don't. They're missing pieces. They're missing <laughs> yeah. JPP. They're missing Jamel Dean. Even though Jamel Dean isn't the greatest. I don't think Carlton Davis too. Right? Davis Sean Murphy Bunting. They're, they're missing guys that mean something yeah. to their team I think Carlton right Davis now. might play though. I think Murphy maybe. Bunting and Jamel Dean are out yeah, there. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, is Sherman playing this week? I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I don't think he is. I think he's, it'd be too early yeah, for him to play. I think AB is he still out? Yeah, so I think AB, AB is, is out. I, I'll even say, I'll even go further. I think the whole defense of the Patriots has to set the tone, like immediate tone. You see Mike Evans, you see Chris Godwin, you see OJ Howard, you see Tom Brady and the other. You see that offensive line. You got to set tone immediately because I feel like Tampa's defense is going to give Mac Jones fits. Like that's a dangerous yeah. front seven. That yeah. secondary hasn't been strong this year. But that front Our seven seven's, is yeah. crazy. Even yeah. without JPB, they have the depth to make it crazy in there. So I think on both ends, the defense has to show up. Yeah. But Tom Brady's definitely on his MJ mode right now. You can see his vibe right now. Like, he's, what's the what's the over under on that game? Do you have it? I don't have the over under. No, I'm not even touching that game. I don't want to touch it. It's definitely going under. Yeah, Tom Brady, he's on MJ mode right now. He's he's taking that as vendetta. They got it. Anything over fifty, take it under. Take it under. If it got it, anything over fifty. Oh, Tom Wright. No. No. I I don't see that happening. I, I do think Tom Brady is out to get some, you know, he's trying to prove a point yeah. that Bill needed him more than Tom needed Bill. And I, I think I'm leaning that way. I think that Bill needed well, Tom, Tom more. Yeah, that's him, true. So it's like you mentioned about the front four coming to play for the Patriots. I mean, they made a big time signing in Matt Judon, right? But with Donovan Smith and Tristan Wirfs, I don't think anybody's touching Brady. And Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn are both questionable for the Pats. If they have Justin Heron out there starting against Shaq Barrett, now Mac Jones is in trouble. I will say this about the Patriots, and more specifically, Mac Jones. 
out of every rookie quarterback in this draft class, the guy I trust the most to perform in a primetime setting right now this early is Mac Jones. And I have faith that Mac Jones is going to come to play. Yeah. What evidence has shown you that, though? I just think he know he takes care of the ball, and Mac he knows Jones where to go with the ball. Junkie, he is a, this when he is I a when I look at Mac Jones, this is what I mind. think. He absorbs knowledge. That's Brady, what he, does. he goes to work every day. Brady is viewing Belichick. this game. Brady is viewing this game as a revenge game. He wants to get back at Bill. Mm-hmm. I think Mac Jones is viewing this game as this is the first time that I'm gonna get to show the entire world who I really am as a quarterback. Why all that pre-draft knock on me that I was too slow was a bunch of baloney. So I think Mac Jones is going to come to play. But when talking about the relationship between Tom and Bill, Seth Wickersheim, who's the senior writer at ESPN, is writing a book about their relationship, and it's called It's Better to Be Feared. And in this book, he gets interviews from a boatload of people who worked inside the organization and closely with Bill and Tom and Robert Kraft was quoted saying that Bill was the biggest asshole he's ever met in his entire life. Eric Mangini almost got into a fist fight with Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick blew off his wife at like a at a dinner party. She said, hey, hey to Bill and Bill just, you know, ignored her. Eric stepped up to Bill. It was about to get into a fight and they split it up. And also Bill in 2016, when Trump was running for president, Bill wrote a letter of approval supporting Trump's campaign in the entire locker room was mad at Bill at the time. Brian Flores was there and was telling Bill like, Hey, you know, the locker room is split. They want answers right now. So when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, Bill Belichick was that disciplinarian. He was hard nosed. He was rugged. Tom Brady was that loving, great teammate. He balanced it out. And now in Tampa, the knock on them last year was that Bruce Arians is too easy going. And Brady brought that discipline to their team. Brady can play both sides depending on what the situation needs. Bill Belichick can't. And since Brady has left, we've seen that. That players aren't really vibing with Bill Belichick. And I think Tom, I don't think Tom is going to favor Bill's role in the Patriots dynasty. I think it's going to, we're going to view Tom Brady in a light where, wow, he really did amazing things. And we're going to look at Bill and say, maybe it was more Tom than it was him. You said Mac Jones takes care of the ball. He does. He has more interceptions than TDs. I need you to explain that a little bit more. Well, one of the interceptions was a tip pass to John Smith. John Smith didn't catch it. It was a pick six, I believe. And I other he, other intercept, like if you want to talk touchdowns to interception no, ratio, I'm just, I'm just like it was just a bland look. Mac Jones has the ability to manage a football game better than. Any other rookie quarterback in his class right now, currently. So when, when he says that he believes that Mac Jones could play at a high level and 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 win right now, when he says that, he means that he can manage a game. He can and run I'm, Bill Belichick. He can be an extension. I'm just trying to figure out when is he when has he done it. Tell me this: Do you think Bill Belichick is a mastermind? Yes or no? <laughs> yes or no? Yes, yes or no? I do. Okay, so when you have a guy like Mac Jones who sits, and I just he think sponges no, all I, the knowledge that Belichick is spilling. I just think when you got another guy who's who knows you the way Tom Brady knows you on that other side. He, Tom Brady is already game plan. But you also okay, know, yeah. Bucks. But it's not Tom Brady versus Mac. It's, it's Mac not, versus exactly. the Buccaneers defense. Yeah, but it's also and the Buccaneers the defense, offense, which Tom Brady has been in, has in, has digested and knows for. 20 I get, years. I, I get what you're saying, but Mac Jones, it's a, it's him against the Buccaneers defense. The Buccaneers defense right now on the back end, their secondary is, true. is yeah. heavily weakened <laughs> right now. And 
what Todd Bowles does is not a surprise. He blitzes all the time. Right. Like and he has the guys to do. He has the personnel, so he gets away with it. Yeah, when, he, you, can, he, when you can drop back less guys. Oh no, a thousand oh. percent. But we talking about the Patriots' own line is damaged. I don't know. We we've, we've seen Mac Jones this year against the Saints. He wasn't too hot. I just think it's going to be a Miami. Game. He had a good performance, and but it wasn't like great. He hasn't shown that 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 which I talking about that he can prime time show out and perform. He hasn't shown that yet. So I mean, it's, it's, a, it's three games. Yeah, I understand, but right. it's against it's been three two, games against the Saints and the Dolphins. He hasn't shown that. You know, two, no, two. the Dolphins. He did show it. The Dolphins. He was he, moving he the ball the entire but he game. Wasn't, Prime time, like it was a good game, but it wasn't prime time. I'm not saying prime, prime time, time in that sense. I, I think you're miss you're you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Mac Jones is this prime time quarterback right now because right. he's still a rookie. No, but you're saying he but can, I'm saying he can play. I'm, no, he can handle the pressure right. okay. in a prime time setting. Sunday night football, knowing there's so much pressure and eyeballs on that on this game against the Bucks. There is. This is so, going to be one no, of the high, he, highest rated. He games. can handle that against the Bucks. You think so? Yes. In this setting, he can because he's going to be prepared. Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick are going to have him prepared. And also, I just think when you talk about Fields, Lawrence, Zach Wilson right now, especially given what their roster is around them, they're not ready for this type of moment because it's going to eat them alive. Yeah, well, they don't have the coach. Mac Jones is ready for this type of moment. He played in the national championship just a year ago, less than a year ago. He's ready for this type of moment. You serious? What do you mean? At, at Alabama, Alabama. I mean, Mac Jones. Mac Jones was playing a big That's time. Natty, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I get what you said, but you, 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 you like. I didn't like how you did that. You tried to say Mac Jones has played in these situations. You made it seem like Trevor Lawrence hasn't done that his whole college he hasn't life. Won it. He has won. What are you talking about? As of recently, he hasn't. No, but I'm saying he's won. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's but as of recently, he's, he's been he's, there. He's, as of recently, Lawrence, there. as of recently, Lawrence has performed bad in those type of games. All right, but don't make it seem. I like, mean, every you know every Alabama game is a prime time game. Right. Every Clemson game when Trevor Lawrence was there was a prime time. No, game. it's not because they well, play what their conference is weak, bro. No, but that still doesn't. Every Clemson game that's on is every a prime Clemson game when Deshaun was there was a no. Those Clemson games were not eight o'clock games. They were like one p.m. games. Prime time. That was. Yeah, Deshaun okay. Watson there, that's prime time. Trevor so you think you time. think Clemson versus Wake Forest was a prime time game? Right. No, 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 no. All, all Alabama versus Florida was a prime time game. That was a prime time game. That's fair, that's fair. I mean Alabama versus um Texas AM was a prime time game. What about Alabama versus Auburn? Is I that mean, a prime time game? Yeah, Bo Nix, Auburn, SEC is the, one of the, the best conference in, in college. Oh no, football, I just say Trevor Lawrence's three years of prime time, Mac was one. And Mac so it's he like, performed in every single one of them. Didn't Mac I'm have saying, the highest completion percentage in FS, FS, FCS history? Yeah, does, and yeah. quarterback rating. Yeah. Wow. What are we talking about? No, I'm just saying he's trying to make I mean, it seem like... I'm not saying he's the greatest QB ever, but I'm just saying, like, bro, he's showing you. Like, no, I'm he's, saying he can no, handle no, he's, those he's, situations. Right. He's All right, coming yeah, Collar, because you're trying to make it seem like he's the only QB that's been in those situations. No, like, no Field I did has been in those situations with Ohio that's State. That's not what he's saying. No, that's, that's not what I said at all. That's what I thought you tried to make it seem like. Like, Mac Jones, he's been in these situations. He can handle that. Mac one, Jones one can handle... Mac one, he Jones... Played, he played one year This is what I'm saying that you, that you misinterpreted. Mac Jones can handle the situation because he's the only quarterback out of these rookie quarterbacks that, that has already mastered his offense and can run the offense effectively. Justin Fields had 47 yards of total offense with the Bears. Like, and I get it. I, I blame Matt Nagy for yeah, most of it, right. but... Even then, I mean, I think, I think, I think Mac Mac Jones would have done better than forty seven yards that game. I mean, that's fair. I mean, he did Trevor Lawrence. Trevor down. Lawrence threw three picks his first NFL game. Like I, Mac Jones, I haven't, 
I, I can trust Mac Jones in this setting. I feel much better about Mac Jones being in this big of a game mm-hmm. than I would Wilson, Fields, Lawrence so early on, even Davis Mills so early on because I know he did pretty good against the uh, the uh, um, Panthers on Thursday Night Football. Right. But I trust Mac Jones in this setting, and I think he's going to have a pretty good game because he he's one of those guys that when he has a chip on his shoulder – it stays there. He's going to shit the bed, bro. You think so? Yeah. Okay. He's going to shit the bed. Keep that same energy. No, I'm, I'm going to keep the because same Because we're going to... Why do you... Why do you, Tell me, why do you not like Mac? Whoa. whoa. Okay, okay. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. I never said I didn't like why Mac. Why do you not think this of Mac? Think what of Mac? Well, no. Better question. Why do you think Mac won't perform against the Bucks? Because he hasn't shown that he can perform in that type of setting. I'm, I'm throwing away college. I'm I, like we're going. Why does go, that get thrown away though, bro? Because it's college. It's a different environment. But Bama Nationals. Wait, but I, you no, said I get it. Like, no, listen, listen. I get it. I get it. Being an, I get it. No, Ray, I get hold it. up, hold up. That is crazy. And two also played in a national championship, and we have yet to see. A he's not in prime. He's not in prime time games though. But I'm just saying though, we have yet to see that moment. Okay, so I'm, you know asking, I'm, I'm asking like, you, you said you, yeah. you say that Thank Mac you. Jones can't yeah. be, be in that moment. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you're predicting he uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm predicting. Because it hasn't he, happened in the NFL yet. I don't think I don't think he will perform. That's all I I'm just I don't So what's not performing? performing? Just give me a stat line of not performing. Yeah, give me his okay. give me his stat line. I think he'll have a Saints game. Three interceptions. One touchdown, three interceptions, fifty eight percent completion rate. He doesn't throw it away three times. He doesn't. He does That's not. Yo, this game, he does not throw it away three <laughs> if he, times. If he, he, if might he get doesn't one. throw it away three times, he doesn't score. He might get one. He won't score a touchdown. Okay. He's definitely going to get Or if he gets one touchdown, he'll get two. He's not going to have a game where it's like, oh, shit, like, Mac really killing him. Like, it's not going to be that. Like, I'm telling you, right. I don't think it's going to be that. My projected stat line, it's not going to sound crazy. I think low 200s. Get it, like, 210. Look, I think Mac is going to, Mac is going to, I think this, his stat line, I think Mac's going to have 240 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, and that's what he's going to have. I think he scores one. He's gonna complete. He's gonna complete more than six. He's gonna complete more than sixty-four percent of his passes. A given. I, I would even say more than sixty-seven percent of his passes. He'll complete. Yeah, he's throwing like five-yard checkdowns. Givens is crazy. I don't know. I like him. But I, he, we'll see. He I, doesn't throw. He, we, we all agree he's gonna get two hundred. He's gonna get in the two hundred. I mean, you yeah, think he's gonna throw three picks? He didn't even really. I don't think he throws he the ball. He didn't away. even really throw three picks against the Saints. I get. I get what you're saying. No, trust me. I really. I don't do think he throws it away. But I, I don't know. That's that front seven is crazy, bro. That's a dangerous team, bro. Like this, he's not JPP's not there. I understand that, but he's not a I'm Dak. Like team. he's he's not I'm these high level quarterbacks that have walked in Tampa Bay and have given him fits so far this season. Like he's, Atlanta gave Tampa Bay fits last week. That's Matt Ryan. The Falcons are not a good team. But that's Matt Ryan. But that roster is horrible. But that's Matt Ryan. Like I get what you're saying. What is but Matt Ryan st- now? He's still. Better than Mac Jones. He's not. He's not a top fifteen quarterback. That's Atlanta with no Julio. That's Atlanta still with Calvin Ridley. Ridley has not been performing this. That's Atlanta with no. We're not going to do that. But we're not going to act like Matt is whack though. He's he he may not. Matt is not whack. He may not be top fifteen. He's still better than Mac Jones. He's better than Mac Jones currently. But that's that's because Mac Jones only played three weeks. I mean, he can still be better than. I think Matt Ryan will probably finish out the season better. But yeah, it's like right now, still Matty Ice. Right now. You can say Matty Ice, okay. Well, yeah, Matty Ice. He hasn't right been Matty Ice since like 2016. Oh, God. <laughs> am, I, am I chatting? He has 2016. You're right. Matty Ice. That was Matty no, Matt, Ice. Matt Ryan, was... Ha- Matt Ryan has had good seasons, but they just haven't had right. the team success. But I'm just saying, 
You, you give Mac Jones a better roster, a better defense, better oh, so weapons. we're playing the if you give this, 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 then this. No, this, it's this. not if I give him because Mac Jones has that. It's if not you, like that's a, you can say that, but you can say the same thing about Matt Ryan. If you give him this, if you give him that, they'll go. They'll be right back in the playoffs. Yeah, but what you're no, not, no, no. what you're not understanding is that Matt Ryan, Everybody Matt Ryan, that. and the Falcons played a good game for, for the majority of the game against the Bucks, and that roster is horrible. Their defense is horrible. Their offensive line is horrible. Calvin Ridley is their only good receiver. Even Kyle hey, hey. Pitts has not been getting used so far. Hey, no, listen. So the pit, Mac Jones yeah. is in a far better position to succeed against so, the Bucs. So this is what we're and that's do- not an okay. if game. That's a no, no, fact. Okay, so what we're doing is because the Atlanta Falcons played tough against the Bucs, you think the Patriots can do that? I'm saying the Buccaneers defense isn't this locked down, I'm going right. to shut you not out right now. No, no, I'm, I'm not. not, right now, I'm, not. Right I didn't say it, but I'm saying that front seven can make it. They don't, we know JPP's that. huge. Yeah. JPP is not playing. Not, I'm not saying he's not here, but Shaq Barrett is still playing, bro. Devontae Davis is still there. Vita's there. Like people, yeah, this, people this, are still playing, bro. They have enough depth. They can front still seven, get front like seven is different from front four because you're talking about the linebackers on the outside. Talking they're not going to the be. Whole, they're the not going to. Okay, seven, but they're not the going to be rushing. Be I'm talking about giving Mac protection. If you don't have JPP, you can key on Shaq Barrett a little bit more to where you can minimize his impact. David Andrews versus Vita Vea. I trust Andrews in that matchup. I get, I get what you're saying. I but you, Michael Onenwu, who was a breakout rookie last no, year, like they have a good interior offensive line. They do, but you also just said that the Patriots' offensive line is banged up and they might not be. They're tackles. They're tackles. You just said Shaquille Barrett. You literally just said 15 minutes ago Shaquille Barrett can cause damage on the tackles that's what you just said like you just but if that. you can key it on Shaq I, Barrett no, and I, have a line I, I have a tight end be blocking saying, on him but, it's but gonna be easier let's not act like that them. front four still can't cause damage they definitely can but that's let's not do that it's, I think it's on the Patriots how much damage they can cause because I feel like Mac will be able to manage that and Tom Brady as, can't as, manage this isn't about Mac versus Brady. This exactly. is about Mac versus it's the a, Bucks defense. Exactly, bro. This is that's what, what I'm trying about. to tell you, bro. No, I miss- get what you're saying. You, I know. Bro, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what I'm you're saying. saying. I get what you're saying. Bro, the Bucks are missing pieces right now. They're missing yeah. huge pieces to their defense. Carl Davis, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Jamel Dean, J- JPP. Bro, they're missing. Jamel Dean's a Jamel really Dean's good a starter. Come on, stop, right, stop playing. He's a starter. He's all right. He got he cooked was, week one. But he's a starter. What are you talking about? He got cooked week I mean, I'm sorry. You only watched one game out of the year. Jamel Dean was a top 15 rated corner last year in the NFL. What, what are you talking about? What does last year have to do with this year? I don't care Jamel about last year. Starter, what though? you mean last year? He's, he's a good player. I, didn't, I said he was all right. No, but I'm saying he yeah, was he's a not all right. He's a third string corner for a reason. He's not a third string corner. He's not a third string corner. He was literally the starter on the championship team. Bro, he's a slot corner. But he's the third best corner on the Bucks, bro. He's the bro, third there's best. a difference Carlton between Davis playing outside and being in the is, slot. Is Sean Murphy Button not better than? Yes. Oh, okay. So he's the third best corner. Hold who up. Got that's, that's not a, that's not the right answer. Is Sean Murphy better than him on the outside? Yes. Okay. Not in the slot though. In the slot. I get Jamel what you Jamel Dean's a slot. In the slot who also well, some, got burned some, in the slot. Well, some players they they are slot corners. That's what they do. I, that's I, their I, niche. I, I so it's different. You can't just say. And I watched Jamal Dean get burned on national on national television by everybody from Cooper to Lamb to Wilson one time, then to Gallup. He this got cooked the he moment he was out there every time on their Super Bowl um, roster. So it's like I said, he was all right. Well, I, I can't argue trash. with you if you're just basing his whole entire career off of that one, one game. game. No, I'm not like, basing what I'm saying is, I don't care about last year. What do you mean you don't care about last year? Last year he. They but, went on a Super Bowl run. Yeah, but uh, first of all, did you not see what it did in the no, playoffs? I, no, bro. A last year, a, a a player can be can go from a top five player one season to a top ten, top fifteen. Like, well, it's maybe a new if you year. rate him yeah. off of it's a, one that's what I'm game, it's a new year. So I'm yeah. not. I don't care about last year anymore. Where's well, the maybe new if season? you if you rate Move him off, off of one game, he hasn't played. He only played two. Like <laughs> he only played. Wait, two. did you watch the Bucks versus Atlanta or no? No, I did not watch. the Okay, Bucks did you watch the Bucks versus the Rams or no? 
No, I didn't watch. So that you much. didn't watch any game with the Bucks outside of that much. one game. That so much. you're no. just basing Jamel Dean that off of that one game. I'm, I'm come on, bro. Come game, on, yeah. that's come on, man. He only played about two game. games. Bro. I've been watching Jamel Dean since Jameis Winston was there in 2019. That's why I, I know do, he's a good is, player. I never said, but I never said he was trash. You said he's all right. He's not all right. He's he was all right. a, he was a right top 15 rated corner last year. Stop telling me about last year. Okay. What do you mean? I can't tell you about last year. I don't care about last year. I don't know the top 15 off the list. I feel like some <laughs> no, like I'm not even trying to be funny. I feel like there might be 15 better. I don't know 15 off the top of my head. There's there two, might be. I mean, it, when I, this is the point I'm making. He was a starter on their championship roster. He was. You cannot take that away from him. I, you're right. I can't. He was a starter on their championship he was, he roster. Was definitely so a he is now missing. Yes. From their team, Sean although, Murphy Bunting is also you, missing. Although you might not like Jamel Dean, and you oh, might oh, think. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Although you might think, you know, he's the third he's best average. corner. He's, he's average. He's all right. Right? He was he's a starter on the championship team, and yep. those guys hold him to a high regard because they start yeah. him over other guys they have on their roster. So now that he's missing, these are pieces that they don't have. Mac is going to be able to manage the game a whole lot better with holes in their defense than he would be with their whole starting, their whole defense starting. Jamel am, I, is, am I right or am I wrong? Jamel is a slot, correct? Yeah. Jamel is the slot corner, correct? Yeah. Name me the slot receiver. For some reason, England. I feel like last year he played some safety. He played all around the field. He right, can play around say, the field. So what's, the what's, corner right now. The, he definitely was back there with Jordan Who, who on the, New England is the slot receiver? Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne is... He's all right. He played on the Am outside, really worried? He can have but a it's not game. just it's not just Jamel Dean. He's that's type what of like, but it's type not of just player. Jamel Dean. It's Jamel Dean. It's Sean Murphy Bunting. It's Jordan Whitehead. I, it's I, Jason I, Pierre I, Paul. No, one hundred percent. But I think they have the depth to manage all that because what depth? New England. Who, who's their corner? New England. Can you name a corner on this team? <laughs> I can only name Carlton Davis. You can only Sean name the three Sean corners. Murphy Buffett and Jamal Dean. The guys yeah, that's the problem. They don't have depth in their secondary. I don't think I don't think New England's offense is that dangerous. Where you can sit there and you, I think they'll be okay, bro. Jamel, you can you name me another slot receiver? John has been. Having a bad year, but if he comes to play, that's a I mean, that's a, that's a I mean, changer. Kobe Myers, Born, Aguilar. Aguilar. It's really about the right. tight ends and Hunter Henry. Yeah, and like, that's what Smith. I'm saying. Like John, who's been having a bad year, Hunter. If they come to play, it's a different game. But that's a, a big if. I don't play those games. <laughs> I mean, I don't play those. So I, I mean, we've been, we've been waiting for them to come to play all season. I can't imagine they're going to come to play against Tampa. It's a new field, though, bro. You got you got a whole bunch of new guys. You put it together under a guy who's used to no wait, change. We, a we guy wait. who's used to yeah, we wait. I'm, I'm gonna wait. I don't doing things one way. Now he has a whole bunch of guys that are just like we're doing it this way. Yeah, we are, and it's not looking the best right now. But yeah, I mean, they'll probably they're, get they're it together. One two. They'll they're probably one get it together. The Jamel Dean disrespect is crazy. I think so too it's crazy. because he was a starter I, I can't, I can't on a Super Bowl roster. It was all right. He's not he's all right. He's a, he's if a you good start corner. on a Super Bowl roster. I said he was all right. You're more guys, than all right. He's I said a he's good all right. corner. You said he was. You guys think he's a little better than all right? Okay. You don't. You think it's fifteen? No, corners he's better not. Than. You think there's fifteen corners better? Because look, he doesn't. I'm, think, I'm just thinking like, do yo, you think there's fifteen? Yeah, corners I think better? there might be fifteen corners better. No, because I I do think I don't I don't think Sean Murphy Bunting's better than Jamel Dean. Oh no, that's <laughs> he's not better than Jamel <laughs> Dean. No, Jamel Dean is a better corner than Sean Murphy Bunting. Jamel Dean. I think the the best corner on Tampa Bay is Carlton Davis. I think Sean Murphy Bunting is way more sticky than Jamel Dean. I think he's more aggressive. He's more sticky. He's he's staying with guys way better than Jamel Dean will. I don't know. Sean Murphy's bunting's aggressiveness gets him in trouble a lot of the times. And I've seen that. So Jamel film. is a top ten corner to you? He's not a top ten corner, but he's a top fifteen corner. Bro, we have to get and a when list we, of cornerbacks. When right we now. talk when we talk Yo, about when, pull up a list, please, when we talk about slots, I, yeah. when we talk about slots, I mean, you he's said a top he plays five everywhere. Slot. 
He can play everywhere. He can play outside and the inside. He can do multiple things. I don't know, man. I see this. Uh, Are you pulling up the list? We can just look at teams. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at PFF's corner grades for 2020. So let me know when you guys are ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. The 32 best outside cornerbacks entering the 2021 NFL season. So number one is Jairi Alexander. Number two is Jalen Ramsey. Three is Marlon Humphrey. Four is Xavier Howard. Five is James Bradbury. Six is Stephon Gilmore. Seven is Trey White. Eight is Denzel Ward. Nine is William Jackson. Ten is Marcus Peters. 11 is Richard Sherman. 12 is Adorier Jackson. 13 is Steven Nelson. 14 is Byron Jones. 15 is Carlton Davis. Oh, we can keep going. 16 is JC Jackson. 17 is Joe Hayden. 18 is Marshawn Lattimore. 19 is Jamel Dean. I was about to say, where's Marshawn? But if we're talking this year, where's Trayvon Diggs? (laughs) That's true. Trayvon Diggs deserves to be on that list. Let's talk about Johnson better than Jamel Dean. This year he's been playing better, yeah. I, I think Jalen Johnson is a stud. Yeah, bro, he's young. Pastor Tam might be better. So that's Pastor add, Tam that might adding, be better. That's adding two more people. Pastor Tan is a dog. Pastor Tan is a dog too. He's he's. But I think there are players on this list. I'll take over over. Uh, I'll take Jamel Dean over. Like for example, I think Stephen Nelson. I'm taking Jamel Dean over right now. I'm taking Jamel Dean over Adoree Jackson. Or Dorier Jackson has been I horrible last year know, in Tennessee I know, and bro, this year but like, with the Giants. Yo, that is tough. I mean, we got to take Marcus Peters out the list because he's hurt. Hurt, yeah. Okay, that's fair. William Jackson this year hasn't been phenomenal with Washington. Their defense has fallen off, and he was their free agent acquisition. But I would still rather Will on my team than Jamel Dean. That's me being real. I like Jamel I, Dean. I would like Will on my team, too. I like Jamel Dean. But I think, Dean. I, I think like, Jamel Dean. I personally Dean, think Jamel Dean is better than what Rivers in here trying to say he's better than. Like, you know, he's, he's trying to but play even right if now, you're, But even if you're the fifth, if you're the 50th best corner in the NFL, there are 32 teams in the NFL. You have two starting corners on the outside on each team. Right. Realistically, you're still, you're still you're, one of the better corners in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's my point. When we said top 15, I, I instantly, I, I didn't have the list in front he's of me. He's definitely top 30. Definitely. He's definitely top 30. He's definitely in the 20 to 30 And top 30 in the NFL at a position is different from top 30 in the NBA. Top 30, if you're 30th in the NBA, you're one of the worst. Yeah, Jamel Dean is in the better half of corners in the NFL. Definitely. Definitely. We spent a whole 10, 15 minutes arguing about Jamel Dean. (laughs) The disrespect was insane. So what what are you predicting the score is for the Patriots and Bucks game then? Because you think it's going to be a blowout. I wouldn't say a blowout, but it's going to be a convincing win. I'll say... 24 13 24 14 I'll take Tampa I don't okay. that's that's my score I don't know I don't know my final score they, I know it's a two touchdown win by the Saints bro It's a two touchdown win Definitely It's a two score win for the Bucks I got the Bucks winning I'm gonna be honest I got yeah, the Bucks just, winning two scores I got the Bucks winning too It just got I just I just Saints. think I two just scores. think that it's not I'm just not sure what the final score is maybe 28 14 maybe I'm not sure I just think it's not going to be a 30-point blowout. I, I think Mac Jones is going to come in and, and do what he's been doing. He's managing the so game. So I've looked up some well. stats with Jamel Dean. Tell me if they if they make sense. Because you, you, you're the you know, you're the guru. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so, so three games, two games started. He doesn't have an interception yet. Ten targets. Wait, an interception means you're you're doing a great no, job? I'm, no, I'm just letting okay. you know like the whole thing. He doesn't yeah. have an interception yet. He's been had ten targets, six completions, 60% completion rate. 73 yards. He has a, when you're throwing his way, he has a QB rate of 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8. 115.8
Is that good or like what's that like good or how bad? How many games? How many snaps has he played in games? Let me see. Let me see. Because he's been hurt. So you're just talking about that Cowboys game, like. Well, it said two games started, three games just played. So he's been in and out of the lineup. You know, probably why he only has. I mean, the year before twenty twenty, when you're throwing his way, he has an eighty five point four QB rating. Okay. So, how about this? No, I'm just asking you. I'm not no, trying, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But those are two games. I'd much rather base. No, I, I said 2020. Yeah, okay. 85.4. I, I, I'd much ra- rather base my analysis on Jamel Dean off of what I've seen and what I thought he was going to be. And he's the only outside cornerbacks to a, he, he's one of the only outside corners to allow fewer yards per coverage than Richard Sherman and Jalen Ramsey mm. since the start of the 2019 season. He allows 0.8 yards on at least 600 coverage snaps. Mm. Sherman allows 0.4. Ramsey mm. allows 0.8. And Carlton Davis may draw the more demanding assignments. I did But not Dean know that. has been just about as good as Tampa Bay could have hoped for in his role over the past two you seasons. You said point I didn't what? know that. What was it 0.8? Point, point point, point that's tough. That is very tough. That is very dangerous. I did not know that. So I would rather that. I mean, Jamel, we could base it off that Cowboys game. I'm not doing that because everybody no, I, has a bad game. Right. I was just asking you to let me know. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper are stars. Let's talk. So I, I'm not, you know, if I mean, CeeDee Lamb Michael gets Gallup the better of somebody. That, you know what I'm saying, too. So don't, don't, Let's don't talk forget about him. It, don't forget him either. Mike Gallup is good, but I mean, he was mostly on CD. CD's a star. I'm not going mean, to. CD can get star. the best of anybody on any given night. What is Philly looking like right now? Rev, talk about it. I got one more oh, win. Oh, I'm just us. saying. I got a one more win than us. I'm just saying. NFC, moving on. NFC. <laughs> moving on to the He's, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man. I so love this part of the, the show. The, Cow- the Cowboys blew out the Philadelphia Eagles. Spanked them. And for those of you listening, Marquise is a Cowboys fan. Riv is an Eagles fan. And this begs the question, are the Cowboys the runaway favorites to win the NFC East as of right now? What do you think? I'll River, start with you, Keese. River, you are biased. What the? If you're going to sit here and tell me okay, that after that game that we just saw, okay. the Dallas Cowboys aren't the runaway favorites? I wouldn't say runaway. Are you? I'm not biased. Did you I have, did I have no us making the playoffs? Us. You literally wait, had wait, no well, chance do, do of No, you didn't have them. I don't have us making the playoffs, bro. I don't have us winning the division. So What's before, your record at the end of the year? So before you say any bias, I had us winning four games, bro. So <laughs> before you talk that any bias stuff, I didn't have us any high winning nothing. So don't do that. Okay. I don't think y'all. Right, I don't we think got that out the way. I don't Go think ahead. it's a runaway though. I think Washington could still catch you guys. I think they're talented enough to catch you guys. Well, Joel just sat here and told us that their defense is falling apart. They still our have, offense and their defense falling apart. That's bad. Your defense is that definitely a bad story. Definitely Terrible. improved. Your defense has improved. And your Thank offense, you. you know, it's been it's Did been. River, just give my Cowboys credit. Nah, your defense is definitely. Yep, yep, been putting on. Yep, been putting on the show, bro. I ain't oh, lie. okay. I got y'all losing on Sunday though. To who again? Carolina. Carolina. Oh, you're, they're gonna lose to Carolina. Mm-hmm. I oh, picked Carolina. Not, the one. They're not winning. They're not beating Carolina. Well, you're only not saying that because you're mad because Zach Wilson's garbage and Sam Darnold is not. So it's. Like, I'm not mad. Sam Darnold's in his fourth year as a quarterback. Zach Wilson's in his third game. The same age. So Carolina's beating us. Universal consensus? No, Cowboys are beating Carolina you. Panthers. <laughs> you truthfully deep down believe that they're going to beat us? Yeah, I, got, I, I got think there's a chance. Yeah, I think it's an even matchup. Carolina's been balling this year. They have a good team. Like, let's not sit here. Sam Darnold's been playing better than we all thought he would. <laughs> they're not the same age. How's, uh, Sam is 24. Zach is 22. Oh, shit. I thought Sam Darnold was like 22. Sam is really young, though. Yeah, two years. Oh, look. He's been in the league four years. He's 24 and Zach's 22. Now, he was the youngest quarterback like ever to start. 
No, he was 20. He wasn't 19. Who is he throwing to? DJ Moore? Who else? Robbie, Robbie. Anderson, Terrace oh, yeah, Marshall Robbie's Jr. There. CMC, well, he's hurt. CMC's not there. Terrace Marshall Jr., is, he's a rookie, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. Out of LSU. LSU, yeah. And Chuba I, Hubbard I, is I watch college football, backfield. so I, I, I haven't been in tune with him in the league, but I know he was pretty good in LSU. Chuba Hubbard is there, too, who's going to yeah. you know start in place of CMC. I think we have medicine for all of that. The Cowboys are going to beat the Panthers. We have medicine. Gonna say that. We have medicine. I think Carolina their offensive line is not good, and Michael Parsons leads all rookies and pressures. I mean, Michael Parsons is a, is a he's a baller beast. He's a baller, and I've been telling you about Michael for three he's years. He's better than what I thought he was yeah. going to be. Look, this know, fast, this fast. Look, I didn't. I thought he was. Gonna, I thought he was a good player. No, no. Look, I didn't. Listen, I didn't think he was going to come in and be this good. This I, fast. It's because he's playing in in his uh, in natural a, position, right? His, not natural because he can play everywhere. Well, but so then he plays. He's just he's more effective as an edge rusher uh, than, yeah. than a linebacker. They were playing him in a, in a in a middle linebacker inside linebacker role, but now that he's playing on the edge, I mean, he's also been feasting on tackles that haven't been so good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you guys have Michael Parsons. They have Brian Burns, Hassan Reddick. So you know, D Law, D Law's not playing. He's not. <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, their offense is nothing like ours. I'm but not so even you, worried. So you do think? So you think one bit. The Why Giants, the Eagles, Washington, they have no chance. I mean, the Giants, <laughs> the Giants. No, real talk. The Giants are probably the scariest team. If what? I'm if I'm in if I'm being real, I'm a Dallas fan. They're probably the scariest team in my division. I'm gonna tell you why, bro. Because they have the, they have it on paper. They have it on paper. Let's be real. They got it on paper, bro. They got Saquon. You can have Evan. everything. Yeah, I've had it on paper okay, for years. If they click it, if they get that to snap, mm-hmm. that's dangerous, bro. That's really, bro. The Giants have a good defense. We're not about to sit here and act like their defense is is piss poor. You trust that coaching staff to get it going? I don't know if they can, <laughs> but that's why I'm saying, like, that's like a a, a team that you're. You're you're looking at I mean, them in the we, cut like okay I see just, you guys we just but talked I don't about Tampa struggling with Atlanta you guys up I don't want to do anything them. to but I don't want to do you don't want to do anything to wait because if they snap it bro they have pieces that can kill they have killer pieces like you got Evan Ingram I think he's better than he's been advertised he just hasn't been able to he, you know what I'm saying he hasn't he's been able to, that's what I'm saying he hasn't clicked it sucks man he hasn't clicked it Sterling Shepard same thing Sterling Shepard's been all right he Kenley Galladay hasn't he, got he, it Takes that step, they they could be dangerous. Like everybody has to, t- it's especially Daniel Jones. So wait, no, Daniel Jones has been fine to me. I think he's been good. Wait, so why are you wait? You don't think Washington's defense could get a click in? Never said that. No, I'm, I'm asking you. I think they can. Will they? I mean, the same thing for the Giants. Well, you you trust you seem like I, you trust the Giants. I think I think personally, they mm. have more offensive weapons that makes me more comfortable in the Giants. Okay, that's fair. Because don't get me wrong, like Washington has a a right offense. They're not anything spectacular, but the I Giants mean, they have pieces that yeah. you can look at and point to and say, "Yo, he can be special. Mm-hmm. He could be this. He, you know." So I I feel like they have the more hidden talent, scarier. Yeah, you know, if if everything does click for them. I mean, That's Dallas I think should be Washington favorites to win the NFC East. Washington it really depends because I think Taylor Heineke's inconsistent so right. far. But their defense last year in 2020, they benefited from facing a lot of offenses that were mediocre. Now that they're facing a first-place division schedule, their defense is taking a hit. But last season, they allowed six six games where their defense allowed 30-plus or more points. So it probably just is a slow start to this season. Who knows? But we'll see. Dallas, the reason why they're so hot right now is because they have the 13th-ranked defense. I mean, Dan Quinn has made a significant change. We talked about... Micah Parsons, but Trayvon Diggs is playing like a top 10 cornerback 
in the NFL right now. Somebody called him a receiver. Gotta who's, love it. Somebody called him a receiver who's playing and and disguised as a cornerback. His hands are amazing. He has three interceptions on the season in three games, yeah. and they're tied first in the NFL in most interceptions. And then onto the offense, Dak Prescott is completing seventy seven percent of his passes. He's closer to the top five than he is to the bottom ten in the Definitely. NFL in terms of quarterbacks. He's playing at an elite level. And that's why I trust Dallas. Kellen Moore is is great too. And, and Kellen Moore is a guy who might get head coaching opportunities sooner rather than later. Offensive you also line. look at their backfield, Tony Pollard. Right, that two headed horse. I, they I was have been for you amazing. To talk about that. That is that is beneficial to us. So Dallas, you look at their offense, you look at their defense, everything is clicking right now. And the reason why I have them beating Carolina is because and Carolina hasn't beaten anybody. They be in the Saints who were out four starters on right. defense. Their half of their coaching staff was out. They beat the Jets in week one. And then in week three, they beat the Houston Texans. Like, is that impressive? They haven't beaten a, a good football team yet. Right. The Cowboys are a good football team. Right. The Cowboys went toe-to-toe with the defending champions in the Bucks. They they blew out the Eagles, blew the breaks off the Eagles. Breaks off of them. And then in week two, they beat the Chargers, who Terrible. are a good football team as well. Terrible. So the Cowboys have proven more than the Carolina Panthers, and that's why I think they'll beat them on Sunday. I'm not thinking too much about it. I'm looking at this uh, Washington schedule. I might have to double down on that. This schedule is dangerous. Thank you. Um, Dallas beat one good team. Chargers aren't a good team? That's the one good team. Don't you dare say we're good. I need you to stop saying Philly's good. You're not good, but I, I'm going to give credit yeah. to Dallas for going toe-to-toe with the Bucs. No, no, that's a— They could have won I mean, that game. We could have won that game. So— uh, I mean, the Cowboys beat one good team. The Panthers haven't beaten one. We definitely could have won that game. I'm not going to say the Saints— I don't think the Week 2 Saints are a good team. They were missing seven of their—I mean, four of their defensive starters, including Marshawn Lattimore. I think that's still an all right team, though. What game though? did, Jim, did uh, Winston come out hot through five touchdowns? First game First against game. the Packers. That's Week 1. That was crazy. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you can you, you can knock them for the teams they play, but it's still I think it's still gonna be a good game. You know, two Carolina has elite defense at the moment. You know, they have a solid offense. It's, it's gonna be a big test for them. Dallas is gonna be their biggest test. Let's do matchups so far. Let's do matchups. Who guards CD on Carolina? Boye or Dante? I wish Jackson. Horn was playing. Who guards Cool? Boye or Dante Jackson is gonna be t- between. One of those those two. Unless CJ Henderson like gets matchup? run. I like Cooper and Lamb against almost anybody. Whose defense do you like more? Carolinas or ours? Carolinas. Carolinas. A lot? Carolinas. A Carolina. I like, their, I like, their I like Carolina's defense as a whole, but in this matchup, I like Dallas's defense better against Carolina than I do Carolina against right. Dallas. Because we have matchups for them. They don't, they don't really have matchups. If Darnold right. was clicking more, Robbie, Robbie, I would feel so I much like, better. I like Trayvon Diggs guarding DJ Moore. I, I know DJ's a dog. I like our I feel chances like with Trayvon. I, like, I feel like he's I like, slept on. I like Trayvon Diggs guarding DJ Moore more than you should like Bouye or, or Dante Jackson guarding <laughs> Amari Cooper or CD. I don't know. I think DJ Moore is going to slip. I think he can have a big day. What's a big day? Because when you say a big day, that's two tuds, maybe three. I mean, against a guy who's playing at an elite pace right now, I'd say a good day would be like 80, 90 yards, 100 yards. Maybe a TD. How many tuds? One? Maybe one. That's not out of the realm. 
for DJ. I think he can do that. That's well, a if he gets that, he won the matchup over Trayvon. Yeah, that's a big day. That's a big day. Yeah, against a, like he's playing the way he's playing right now. Hundred like eight sevens, eight receptions, hundred yards, a touchdown is a big day. That's a big day. That's like twenty four <laughs> plus points in fantasy. No cap. <laughs> that's a big day, bro. Okay, that's a possibility. I'm not gonna sit here and lie because DJ, I love DJ Moore. We're still, Robbie can still like break that. out, bro. He still can. Like I know it ain't been looking too hot for him, but right. and y'all don't really have a matchup for him. I'm not even gonna lie. He's a speedster. They just need to play a safety over the top. They'll he's be a fine. Speedster, yeah. yeah, right. He's a speedster. And Sam doesn't he's click not with Robbie with his route. Yeah, it's, it's, he doesn't. Click I wish with he did click with Robbie. I mean, I, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good game. Sam has an arm. He should be able to click with. He should. I don't know why it's not. Sam has an okay arm. He's more of an intermediate uh, quarterback. No, I'm talking about like in terms of like. Bro, striking that shit. He could throw bullets. School Carolina. Let's do Dallas and Washington matchup. Screw them. School Carolina. We talk about the division right now. Let's let's obviously you clearly win the quarterback matchup. Like it's not even a debate. I feel like you guys win the wide receiver group because outside of Scary Terry, I mean De'Ami Brown, he's good, but he's a rookie. Curtis Samuel's all right, but he's no CD Lamb. You know what I'm saying? Right. Adam Humphreys, he's he's not that offensive line. We, they have Dallas. the best O line yeah, outside of say, maybe Philly. We'd probably say Dallas O line definitely. Now we flip on to the other side defensive line. I think we can chalk it it's up Washington. to Washington. Yeah, secondary. I'd say Dallas right now has been playing better. Maybe, but I'll but take the Giants. Sec- I'll take the Giants secondary over Dallas. Over Dallas, Bradbury. So you, so you say yeah. Giants have the best secondary in the division? Yeah, Bradbury, Logan Ryan, Jabril. Adoree Jackson. They have the pieces. Yeah. That's exactly what I was saying. They have the pieces where it's like, if they click it, it's scary. Washington has them pieces on defense. I mean, you could just name William Jackson there. William Jackson, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, but... You're talking about the secondary. secondary. No, I'm just... I just I was, I, I'm talking saying, about secondary. No, I'm saying they have the pieces to click on defense. I was just... Oh, no. Nah. I'm talking about in terms of secondary, like... Bro, that Both teams Giants are secondary is... is they, if they click it, that's scary, bro. That's yeah, really scary. I know. What's they next? What's what's the Giants next? What is their schedule? Look? Yeah, tell me what their schedule. Because Washington, like. bro, they got. That'll tell you that that'll be. They're facing the Saints. Washington got Saints week five. They got Atlanta, Saints, Chiefs, Packers, Denver, Tampa, mm-hmm. yeah. and Carolina. That sounds Seattle. like no wins. I wouldn't say no wins. Some wins, but I wouldn't say no wins. I didn't hear. I didn't really hear wins. I think you played the same type of teams though. They do. They play the same teams. Yeah, you guys play the same type of teams. But I hear wins for us. Denver's a win. You can beat. Ten, you, oh, you already played Tampa. You lost. Close game. Green Bay. I mean, I just Goody. think. I just think right now the Eagles one. don't look like they are a match for the Cowboys. You have Washington, who they're having a tough stretch of games right now. They're yep. going to go on a, a tough stretch of games, and the Giants are zero three, and they face the Saints up next. The Giants right now are zero and three, and. Most of the criticism has been pointed at Joe Judge for this 0-3 start. Last year in 2020, the Giants were one of the more disciplined teams in football. This year, they allow some of the more the most penalties in football. And he went viral. He was trending on Twitter for his comments on analytics. And because the knock on him is that he plays too conserv- conservative. And Joe Judge said that analytics is just a tool. It's a nice it's nice to look at the numbers and how they go through the flow of the game, but the analytics change based on the opponent, based on who you have available for the game and how the flow of the game is going to. 
You can look at the stat sheet all you want. I promise you, if Excel was going to win football games, Bill Gates would be killing it right now. And he said this because he was criticized for punting on fourth and four with six minutes left with the Giants down seven, six to Atlanta. So do you, do you think the Giants can turn around? I don't have much faith because I do think that at 0-3, you're facing the Saints up next. That could be 0-4. They have a tough schedule. I don't think they turn it around, but I also don't think this is on Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is is playing good. He's he's thrown for 782 yards, two touchdowns, completing 65% of his passes. I think right now the Giants' problem is their defense has fallen off off a cliff. I mean, their defense is not good. They're not productive right now. And Jason Garrett is not a good play caller. I mean, that is just the bottom line. In Dallas, because that offensive line was so dominant and Zeke was such a great running back, even a better running back than he is right now, Jason Garrett could get away with just running the ball repeatedly and getting those results. But when they switched to Kellen Moore, the offense became more open. They passed the ball more. Dak Prescott took that next step. Jason Garrett, he's not a good play caller. And Daniel, with Daniel Jones last year, he threw 12 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Pat Shermer, having Jones as a rookie, threw for 24 tugs and 12 INTs. Daniel Jones regressed in the second year because of Jason Garrett. I think right now the Giants have a Jason Garrett problem. They have a defensive problem. And I think Joe Judge, his lack of aggressiveness in trying to win football games, which is something he was praised for in 2020, is also costing them games as well. So do you think they was, they're going to stick with Jones even if he plays good after this year, or do you think they move on? They're going to stick with Jones as long as Gettleman is there. But you look at this season for the Giants, the first game versus the Broncos, Daniel Jones fumbling, that's on him, and that cost him the game, no doubt. But second game versus Washington, Dalvin, I mean, um, he played great. Dexter Lawrence going off sides cost him that game. Right. Darius Slayton not catching that ball cost him that game. Daniel Jones, touchdown run, getting called back because of a holding cost him that game. I mean, they had so many mistakes, but they could have won that game. Then week three versus Atlanta, I mean, they, they just came out, out flat. Their yep. offense was flat, and I think that's more due to Jason Garrett. Atlanta doesn't have a good defense. Their defense is one of the worst in the NFL, and it's been that for the last couple of years. So the fact that you couldn't get it going against that Atlanta team speaks volumes for me. See, that's that's why my answer was runaway favorites, because I don't think they're going to get it clicking. And I think there was a chance at week one. Once week two happened, that was a momentum game that literally killed everything that they had going. And they lost to Washington. When they, when, they, when they lost that game on that offsides call, I think that killed them. That's why week three against Atlanta, they, they looked like they weren't even there to play football. It looked like they were just there suiting up. And I feel like. After that game, that, that takes a lot out of the locker room. Yeah. When you have a game like that and you lose on a last-second call because somebody jumped early, that takes a lot out of what you're trying to build as a culture. And I think right now, their season, I don't think, you know, it's it's that hard to see it either. You know, like, they have the pieces. They're not clicking, wrong play calling, and momentum game. I think they don't get it together. The expectations was extremely high for, you know, New York coming in. You know, they, they spent a lot. Yeah. You picked up some pieces in the offseason thinking you would be like they were one of the favorites to win the division. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was supposed to be y'all, then went crazy in and Washington fighting. You know, y'all was supposed to be fighting and competing, and now it's just looking like Dallas is probably going to win it. Washington's going to be trailing behind them. And the Giants are going to be lower than us, which is hilarious, but it's just 
Like it, it, it goes to show how bad it's <laughs> been for them. You know, like that's that's crazy. I feel bad for I feel bad for Giants fans, bro. I really do. I feel the Giants haven't had a winning record since the since 2016, I believe. Man, your Eagles take sucks right now. The Eagles? I mean, they're one and two. I don't think the Eagles are a bad team. You said they were going to win the division. No, I didn't. I said they can. They have a chance. I never that said they were going to win. That, the division. that was your dark horse. No, I said the Eagles. This is what I actually said. I said the Eagles are not as bad as everybody thinks they're going to be. They're not going to win four games. They're winning more than four games. They're, I said they're a seven to nine win football team. That's I have, what I said. I have defined. I the, think so. I have defined the segment where you picked two teams, and you was like, "These are my sleeper teams." The Vikings. I remember was that my one. sleeper team. Yeah. I'm sorry, you picked the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles too. It was the Vikings and the Eagles, but the Eagles are my sleeper team based off of that. They're not going to be as bad as you think they're going to be, or as the public thinks they're going to be. Everybody thinks they're going to finish last in the division. Oh yeah, no, I didn't think that. In the Vikings, they're they're still my sleeper team. Even though they haven't started hot, they should have realistically won every single game they've played. Tomato, tomato. And they should have. I mean, versus the Bengals, yeah. they should have won that game. Then they beat Seattle, but then versus the Cardinals, I mean, come on, man. Versus the, they, they missed they lost a, the K one. No, no, their no kicker shame. missed the a Cardinals. The Cardinals. Their look. kicker missed a thirty yard chip shot field goal to win the game. The Vikings kicker did. You could say that, but they also they didn't. What they went into the they went to the uh, first, second half with twenty points and like scored like one time. No, they Arizona and Minnesota both scored over thirty that game. No, 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 no. I'm saying they went. It was like they went into the first half with about twenty points. The Vikings, and they only scored about seven points in the second half. Like they didn't do much in the second half. The Cardinals, like the Cardinals, and the Vikings both scored ten points in the second half. Second, and how much did um? What, what was the score at the end of the first? Thirty-four. The score at the end of the first was. The Viking, it was 23 to 27. Vikings were down. Yeah. And the Cardinals won by one point, 34 to 33. That's tough. That's a tough way to lose. The Vikings should be 3-0 and right now, but they're 1-2. and Kyler two. Murray a dark horse for MVP? He's the favorite. So is he really a dark horse? He's the betting favorites right we, now. We know he's not going to win it. No, but he's the, I'm, t- I'm talking about Vegas. He's the betting, like, they just put him the odds Did they up. really? Yeah, like, he's the favorite right now. Going no, he is season? a favorite. Going into no, the not, season? No, not going into no, the season. No, like okay. right now. Right now. He is a favorite right now. He, he turned into yeah, a favorite. I'm saying. He's, he's looking like it. He could be. I mean. Do you think that it's too early to say that the Giants should probably move on from Joe Judge? Their current head coach or Daniel Jones? I think it's too early for Daniel Jones. I think you should keep Daniel. I think it's too early for both. Because it's like, if you get rid of one, you don't know what it could have been. I feel like Daniel Jones has the possibility to be a better player than what he's advertising. Like, right now he's been playing good, but I feel like he could be better, bro. Honestly, I, f- I see Daniel Jones being better We've than what seen he's the doing. improvements. I so think it's about them firing Jason getting Garrett. getting better. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. maybe. He's, I think firing Jason Garrett and bringing in an actually established OC yep. who can be yeah. a great offensive play caller could that. do wonders for We've Daniel all, Jones. We all agree he's gotten better. Daniel Jones yeah. has gotten better every year yeah. it, it, at something. He's gotten better. I don't better. think so. I think he got worse going into the second season. He did, but now he's, he's now... Put some of that narrative to bed. Like he looks, he's gotten good. better with his turnovers. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. He, he like he looks good, bro. I, I, I've seen him improve. I think that Daniel Jones is going to constantly improve. He's going to keep getting better. So I don't think it's it's a Garrett. Yeah, it's problem. way too early on Daniel Jones. I think if you a, do that, you'd probably a, end up regretting that. Honestly, I think you, I think you hold ship, see what this year plays out, and 
And isn't Both the quarterback there, class pretty weak anyways this year? Yeah, you got Spencer right. Rattler, who I'm not they high on. They wanted to bench him. Yeah, uh, Malik Wills has a strong arm. Desmond Ritter is pretty good, too. Uh, Sam Howell's in the class. It's a Garrett problem. It's been a Garrett problem, though, for years, even with these scrubs. So, it's, you know, it's time to <laughs> He's hear it talking to me. He's one and two right now. Have you seen and your team? I am the king of the NFC I want you, East. I want you to answer right this now. question. No, I really want you to answer the question. Ahead, we go. were both born in 1998. We both were born in 1998, yes. Have you seen your team <laughs> win the Super Bowl? <laughs> I want you to answer that truthfully. No. Okay. All right. just I have to not. Make, just wanted to make that clear. How we're many do you guys have? Just one. I used to clown you every day about this. You won before we were thought of. It doesn't matter. Bro, first of all, your starting QB didn't even win that, bro. Nick Foles won that, bro. Like. Real right. Like, bro, y'all just got rid of Carson Wentz. At least y'all finally, y'all. yo. That looks, that looks worse on y'all. You used to tell me Carson Wentz was that guy. He was that guy that year. Tell me what is going on with him right now after I was telling you time and time he's not that guy. It's not his fault. It is definitely his fault. He thinks he's way better than what he is. Well, he thought he was he better is. than Dak. He thinks he's better than what he is. He, he was, he's, he's, was he not better than Wentz Dak? looks he's in the mirror and sees. I said, was he not better than Dak? Wentz looks in the nah. mirror and sees the really? best player in the league. Dak he was Prescott, never better than Dak? Dak Prescott he was, was never better than Dak. To me, he was always better than Wentz. He was never better than Dak. He had one good Two year. Teams that have never seen he had one Super good Bowl. year over what 13, 14 games. Got hurt and then he didn't have one. Oh good yeah, year. Carson Wentz savior for the year. Eagles and he never saw it again. He didn't have one good year. He had two good years. The year he almost won MVP. That, he only he only almost won MVP one time. No, but he had two good years. Now Carson Wentz was good. He was efficient. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had two good years. Don't do that. Never better than Dak. But Dak has always been steady. He's just steady. He's more consistent. I give you guys that. Has no ring. It's okay. You know. That happens. Can Carson Wentz no. win them that ring? Hey, he's or the reason they were in that Foles. position. He was the reason they were in that position, bro. Okay, who won them seed. that ring? Who got us? He was Nick number Foles one won seed, you guys bro. that ring. He was the number one seed. I take nothing away from you guys winning that Super Bowl. Bro. I know you can't. Good ring. You didn't win. Very good ring. <laughs> like, you didn't even make the playoffs that year. Bro, that's fine. God. That's fine. God. You, have, dark, you have a Sanchez very, very dark here. future in Philly. My future looks beautiful. Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than Carson Wentz. Let's have a ring. Two this Carson, yo, Carson oh Wentz God. walks Carson around with a ring on his finger. Two rings, for that a marriage. Ring. He doesn't deserve anything. It's probably plastic. Come on, bro. He's the reason we were number one seed. People just love Dave, bro. 30. What did he do in the postseason? He was hurt, right? You watched Nick Foles win it for him. We won. We watched. What did Nick you Foles. do? Wait, wait, wait. What did you guys do? <laughs> what did you guys do? We watched <laughs> you win the oh, chip. Okay. He watches going to. Miracle he likes run. to hear that, so we'll tell him. We watched you guys win the chip. Thank you. That's because. What did you do after? What did you do after that? What playoffs. have you done since then? Made the playoffs two years in a row. And then? We actually won the division again. And then? We did the same thing y'all did. <laughs> Look at us now. Let's talk about You're us right now. Win one. Let's. We're going to move on to the basketball portion of the podcast. Eagles. And we're going to we're gonna stay in Philadelphia and talk about Ben Simmons. And the reason for it is because on media day, Oh, man. It was confirmed that Ben Simmons did request a trade, and a report on Media Day also came out that Ben Simmons said playing with Joel Embiid has run its course, and he expected to be traded by now. And the organization's choice to build around Embiid doesn't fit Ben's style. And then Joel Embiid also came out and said that the organization didn't re-sign Jimmy because of Ben Simmons. Mistake. and. They have tried to surround Ben Simmons and make him successful in Philly. And the fact that Ben Simmons isn't showing up is disrespectful to the guys on the roster trying to make a living because being a team that wins a lot means a lot for players that are role players because they have a guaranteed spot in the league. And Joel Embiid was very critical of Ben. He did say 
They're a better team with Ben, but even without him, they're going to do just fine. So what do you think about Ben Simmons saying that before the, the duo has run its course? Before I get into Ben's statements, I want to just talk about Embiid real quick, real quick. It wasn't wrong. I don't think he was wrong either. I don't think anything he said was wrong. Me either. I didn't like him saying it. And the reason why I didn't like him saying it, and the only reason, like, okay, Ben, speaking about Ben is okay. The minute he brought up Jimmy Butler not getting re-signed, I felt as if now you're attacking Ben. You're not, you're not, you're not giving your perspective on what you think the organization should do. You're now, you're now pointing fingers as much like, okay, this whole organization is on a down spiral because of this guy. We didn't do this because of this guy. I didn't like that. I, I once he said that, I, I kind of <clears throat> threw it away because it, it to me it was wrong. I if Joel Embiid is a real superstar, he's gonna be a real face of a franchise. He can't say things like that, bro. Even though he can't, and even though he might want to, right? You look at the real successful faces of the franchises right now in the NBA, bro. They're not saying statements like that. They're not saying we didn't sign this guy because of this guy. He has to grow up, bro. That's I didn't like that, but. In terms of what Ben's, Ben's saying that, I feel like he can say anything he wants to at this point because he's done with Philly. He, there's no, he, he's burnt his bridges. He knows he's burnt his bridges on the court, off the court. He knows that. So right now, I feel Ben can say anything he chooses because he knows in his heart he's not playing there anymore. So right now, what he's trying to do, he's trying to speed that process up. He's trying to do anything he can to say like, yo, they can never bring me back. And that, I don't respect, but I understand. But in terms of Embiid, man, I don't think you, I don't think you say that. I don't think you ever go on record. You bring up another man. You say, this, this is the reason why we didn't retain this guy. And, you know, he, he didn't want to play with this guy. That's not right if you're going to be a real superstar. And I, I believe, bro, we all know Embiid is superstar talent. He's big time. Top two center in the NBA, depending on where you put Jokic. I, I got Jokic first. I, I got him B second. He's a crazy talent. You don't go. You don't go on errands. You don't do that. You don't do that. What do you What do you think? What do you think, Rev? I don't know. I understand his frustration. I, I feel like when you're when you're right hand man, your partner in crime. You know, you, a man you went to war with in the playoffs repeatedly. You you didn't try to go amend the bridges with him. You didn't told like I, I'm cool playing with Ben when he doesn't want to show up. Has completely. Denies y'all phone calls, denies y'all numbers, has ignored y'all. I understand. I'm not going to say I completely agree with him coming out and saying, oh, by the way, we, we let Jimmy go and it was a mistake. Him saying, he literally right. said it was a mistake. Like, I'm not on, saying man. I agree with that statement, come on, man. but I understand the frustration. Like, you're annoyed. But training, he's bigger. He is, but it's training camp. Like, you, like, we just, we, 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 we just, we just came off a seat. We added Seth Curry, who had a career year. Yeah. We added Danny Green, a three and D shooter. We got Matisse. We got I I'm starting to step out and shoot the three ball. Tobias had a career year. The consistency and efficiency wise. All you had to do was be aggressive. Like we had the team. Like we were the number one seed over the Nets, the Bucks, the Heat. Like we were the number one seed. All we had to do was beat Atlanta. And you chose to not show up in the fourth quarters. And then you don't take responsibility for your actions. You don't Go in the gym and get better. You have not gotten better in your four or five year NBA career. Do you think Embiid really enjoys playing with Ben Simmons? No, I think he's just he's he done he done did what super a superstar has done. He had chalked it up, swallowed it, and just said, "You know what? I'm gonna go out there and give my best effort." And that's where I say he's wrong. You see what you just said? 
You oh. just told me he chalks it. Yeah, but it depends but he on who it is. didn't chalk it on that interview. He didn't chalk it wherever. I, I'm not sure where he gave this statement. I'm not sure where you pulled the statement from. No, this is recently. I just know that. This media day. Right. Oh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> right? I, yeah. I just know that he just gave that statement at media day. He didn't chalk mm-hmm. anything. What he did was he brought it to the forefront. That's why I said I exactly how he felt. And I understand why he did it because that's how he feels. Mm-hmm. Frustration. But it's three years later, though. And Bede is a certain talent that, like, he can't, bro, he could literally, he is the face of a franchise right now. He's the face of Philly. Right or wrong? If they're, if they're going to move a guy, who are they moving first? They're moving Ben. You're right. But there's but been. This, is, this uh, is, I agree with what you said. And you talked about Ben trying to speed up that process. But at the same time, Embiid is probably feeling the same way because <laughs> Ben Simmons is done with Embiid. And yeah. Embiid, he gave that statement because it's not like he didn't try. I mean, at some point, when you when you try so hard, you're calling Ben. He's ignoring your phone calls. All, all anything happened, all, all that happens is Ben Simmons coming out and saying statements like this, saying that playing with Embiid has run its course. Now, Joel Embiid feels the type of way. He can say what he wants to because at some point, whether it's behind the scenes or to the media, you have to hold your teammates accountable. And he can't get in contact with Ben behind the scenes because he's ignoring his calls. So now you you bring it to the media and you say, look, the organization has done everything for Ben. We didn't sign Jimmy back. We, We have tried to build this team around Ben and surround him with the proper personnel for him to be successful. And Ben hasn't done it. You know, so we, our organization has done its part in trying to make Ben happy. So for Ben to give our organization the cold shoulder because he didn't show up, because he feels upset with fans criticizing him, he doesn't think is right. And also, when we're a part of a team, when Ben signed that max contract, you're obligated to be there. And your teammates that are counting on you to be there, they can't anymore. And Joel Embiid is right in, in the fact that a role player on a number one seed is going to get paid more than a role player on the 10th seed in the NBA. Ben Simmons not going to Philly is making this team worse, which is ultimately making his teammates lose less money in the process. The difference in this situation, though, and I was looking deeper into this, is that we know Rich Paul represents Ben Simmons, and they have came out and said that they want a team to build around Ben Simmons, whatever that means, because who knows if that's going to even happen. (laughs) You know what the problem is with Ben? He's at the wrong position, bro. He's literally at the wrong position. What the hell is position he need to be? He's in the front, bro. He's a front court guy, bro. I don't, he's, I, he likes the aggression to be a front court I'm player. I'm telling you right now, the easiest fix with Ben Simmons, easiest. You get shooters around him, you get killers around him. But he, and you let him run his flow. You let him be him in the front court. You say but you that, don't give but him, he you played, don't give Philly him, tried to do that. Philly did no, they that, did bro. not. No, they did not. What Philly did was they gave him the ball. They put the ball in his hands. They made him a ball-dominant player. That's what Seth came in for. A lot of the times, even in the playoffs, Seth was carrying that ball. Line. Ben was playing like power forward on offense. Like He was playing big. He just lacks that aggression. Is Seth a certified creator? Because yeah. I, I, I think Ben can get to the basket at any time he wants to. But he well, doesn't. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah. So that I, I don't know. I feel like maybe you put him closer. If you put him closer to the basket, it Will makes go it up? easier. Because, see, he has all this time to come up court, think about what he wants to do, who he wants to get involved. I think you're giving him too much freedom. I think you limit Ben Simmons. You put him in the front court. You put him next to a guy that could spread the floor but could also bang and make his job easier down there. And you give him a killer point. Like, a guy like Dame or Philly would have been crazy. Like, that's just crazy to think about. 
I think that's just crazy. Like, like sometimes I just sit there, I think about we saw Dane was a playoff game where he's put up forty plus. I think he had fifty. He had fifty. <laughs> I don't think I think he'd be more annoyed with Ben than anything. I mean, what's holding back Ben and thinking and thinking the way that you're thinking is that he doesn't do anything in the playoffs. Like, if he were to actually show up in the playoffs, we'd be looking at him differently. But each time, every single playoff run, we can point to a moment and say, "Wow." He he just played awful. <laughs> but see, that's because the floor gets condensed because of him. No. Yes. Okay. So why? Because they're playing him. Because he can't shoot. They're playing him high. Not even. It's when not he brings even, the ball up. They're playing him high. But, they have but, to meet him. But they're, they're they're not meeting him at half. But, they're but not meeting but him you at know, three. You know what? You they're know what's the floor. They're meeting him at the free throw. But you line. know what's flawed about that? Their guards guarding him. This is what I'm saying. He's six ten. If you okay, look. If you put Ben Simmons closer right. to the basket, you don't have to do all that though. If he's the point guard, run. If he's the point guard, he brings the ball up. Run a set play where you get an ISO post up with the guard. There are guards that are six four, six three guarding you. You have four shooters on the court: Embiid, Tobias, Seth, Danny Green. Put them on the other side. You can't double team, and then you just post up and go get a bucket. He's six ten. He just won't do it. So tell me, what's the difference in me saying that by him starting closer to the basket? I'll tell you. I mean, of course that I'll could work you. too, but I don't think he's gonna this go is up. The difference with him starting closer to the basket. Someone else is now making that decision for him. You're giving, yeah. you're taking away more freedom from him. So what does that do? That yeah, that limits him. But he's a limited player already. So what you have to do, you have to use his abilities to your advantage. You can't put him in situations where he's gonna he's gonna have to. People can exploit his weakness. If you're if you're if you have Ben Simmons, you cannot make him your primary guy. You cannot make him your primary ball handler because he's not a scorer. He's a facilitator. Now. He's a good facilitator. He's he's probably a great facilitator if you compare him to other guys in the league. Yeah, sure. But him doing that as your point guard is going to limit you because he cannot score. So he cannot score perimeterly. He if you start him closer to where he's more comfortable, that puts him in a better element. But your player he only ca- works. He's catching the ball now. 10, 12, 15 feet away from the basket as opposed to bringing it up full court. But your plan would only work if he had the aggression. The plan only works if you get a killer at the one. And no, that's the plan only works if he turns if into you a get killer. A, if you get a killer at the one next to Ben Simmons in the front court, it could be just him and that killer, bro. I'm telling you. If you get somebody that can constantly give you 25, 30 at the one, they could, that can work. Because Ben Simmons is starting closer to the basket. And say say in a pick and roll scenario, they collapse on the guard. You want, you want some you want a killer that they will make them collapse because now you give Ben Simmons an opportunity to do what? I mean, if that was to, the case... To make a read. And Ben Simmons is a definitely a smart player. We're not going to sit here and say he's not. Okay, if that was the case, why... Did you is, watch that Atlanta series? I, bro, but he was their ball handler. This is what we're... T- I don't know. I saw I saw Seth being that ball handler for the majority okay. of the series. I saw him playing down low and John Collins was guarding him. Wait, so I'm asking... I like John Collins. So why, why... He's a good two-way player. Why doesn't bro. Golden State want Simmons then? Because you're basically describing a, a, because a they have better version already. of Draymond. <laughs> no, because they I just said they have one. But and Ben even is though, younger. Yeah, Ben's younger, but they have one. They have one that they've won with, that they've built chemistry with. But Golden you're, State talking about, you're talking about building a team around Simmons, though. Golden State will never move off of Steph, Clay, or Draymond. But yeah, they, but Dr- you put Steph and Clay with Ben. But they'll never do that. But you trade Dre. They could even... They could even... It's... Tra- it's Golden State is different because they've built something like family. So that's a bad team to use an example because they're a different team than But I don't think other. a team is ever going to build around Ben Simmons and I don't think he's he's warranted a team building around him. I think the way you're describing a team should play with Ben is 
a team that is outdated. I don't think that style is going to work in the NFL in the NBA right now. I don't know, but I, I do think things like you look at Rich Paul and his past clients, like Anthony Davis. He got out of New Orleans because he was on an expiring deal. They were they had to move him eventually. Ben Simmons just signed a max contract. He's on lock for three to four more seasons. Philly can can mess him up with fines. They don't have to trade him. They can make this situation ugly. For example, Miss Media Day is fifty thousand dollars. Practice one is two thousand five hundred. Practice two is uh five thousand. Practice three is seven thousand five hundred. And practice four and beyond is fifty thousand dollars per practice. He's going to get fined two hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars per game up to the twentieth game. After the twentieth game, he's going to get fined like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So if you combine, if if you combine all the missed practices plus the missed games on the season, I did the math. That's total. That totals and fines twenty five million two hundred eighty two thousand dollars. And Ben is getting paid thirty three million this season. Ben's the type of guy to pay it and not play though. But I mean, he got if you getting paid thirty three million, you have to pay twenty five million fines, and you're not even accounting for state tax and out of state tax and cars. living expenses, cars, Crib. all this other ben stuff. Plays this year. I think Philly's also dumb in this scenario too, because it's like you're gonna let him sit, you're gonna let one of your best defenders sit, one of your best playmakers sit. So basically, you didn't gain nothing back for him. You just lost another player. I think the best move is to just trade him. Where does he go? Sacramento. What's the most? All right, give me the most realistic. What are the most realistic? I think it's the Timberwolves in Sacramento. And who does Cleveland Minnesota said they on? want to get in there? Indiana has jumped in. I like I like Indiana. Ben. I don't know. I I I see a player. I guess that Malcolm Brogdon tree Simmons, looks good. After I all. literally see a player. <laughs> That just needs a change in mentality. Like that's what I see. That's like, such a big thing, though. People don't know that. Like that's a that's a real big. Yeah, that's thing. a that's a. But see, that's shit that you have to learn later in your career, though. That's that's always something that you have to. He also has click that on later in your the career, right type like, of people around. It takes for that. special generational talents to come in, demon like, just ready to kill. Like I'm a most dog. players come I'm in that, that way though now. Yeah, because this is a different era of basketball. This is this basketball is like I don't think he has the type is, of people around him to have that mentality. We'll see. I, I there's no way the right to, situation, I think it turns it on for him. There's no way me personally, I don't know. There's no way the right group of people are telling him to sit out and not get his bread and not play. There's no way. You can't tell me anything different. I mean, yeah. I mean, Rich Paul is basically telling him to sit out and No friend get of mine is telling me, bro, don't play. Twenty five million. Yeah, I don't need like that don't even make sense. You're gonna lose money because you don't want bro, get on the court, go figure it out. Get your bread, figure it well, out. Like, real friend's gonna tell you, bro, be happy. Yeah, what be do happy. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm saying, yo, Ben, what do you want to do? He probably told Rich, yo, bro, I cannot play this. I sit out. That's oh, probably why he gave him that but advice. He's also, he's not gonna give him that advice. He's gonna give him advice based on what he wants. But he's also made the situation a lot harder. He's made himself getting traded a lot harder. How so? He didn't made. He didn't pick specific destinations. He didn't regress as a player. He picked himself. certain destinations. Yes, he said he only wants to go to Cali. Wow. That's, he said, I only want to go to Cali. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, so it's like, he's, you, now you're being picky, and you're not that good. Your, your stock yeah. is at an extreme low. Yeah, no, so you're making it extremely worse, not only for the organization, who you signed a, a big contract, and you didn't said you want to play yeah. for them, you're here. You're making it worse for them, but you're also making it worse for yourself, because now you can't be happy. And you're losing money. And you're Cali. hurting your family. What, what the hell is wrong with you? Cali. 
It, it doesn't make sense. Like Cali? he's being a weirdo. Clippers? Yeah, this situation where, would where be. Where did you think you were going to go, Cali? Well, you're going Clippers to only Sacramento. You're Clippers, not going to Clippers any other Cali team. This situation crazy, right? would be a lot better if he didn't sign that max contract. Yeah. But you signed that contract, yeah. and who knows if Philly finds him or not? But if Philly does, oh, fine, if man. Philly does find him, I mean, you're losing fifty thousand dollars after the the fourth practice, and That's ridiculous. NBA teams have two practices per week. It's like a what a six? How many is like a? 24 32 week uh 32 week uh season yeah i think every team has the same amount of practice but yeah. they they schedule it differently throughout their weeks but yeah i did so the math some, and some teams will practice more than some teams but but i did I the know, math and in like total practices if ben simmons doesn't show up he'd get fined two million four hundred forty forty two thousand in total practices and twenty two million eight hundred forty thousand in total games how, how many years are left on his contract? Four, right? Like about three. I think yeah, it's three. He's like on his second year, second, third year. Yeah, man. He just know. started. He's bugging. He can't sit out for that long, man. He's going to play. Ben, he's, if you end if, up watching if, this, please do not sit out, bro. You'll look bad. Terrible. If Philly, if Philly, Terrible. if he does sit out, then he's going to lose a lot of money. I don't think that's money he's willing to lose. If Philly's that's gonna over lose half games. of your check. And right. from what I've read up, NBA players, that contract that we see at face value, they don't get the whole thing. Over right? half of that right. is already gone. Yeah, I heard that too. That's yeah. crazy. So if he's real? getting, yeah. yeah so if bro. he's getting fined this much money, yeah, he's going to go. Wait, yeah. where does it go, though? Taxes, taxes bro. But, it, but what if you live in Florida? Once you make more, Florida they take more. And I mean, he has to fact. pay Rich Paul, his agent, too. But don't Flo- to Florida don't pay taxes, I thought. No, uh, Texas, Texas. Texas does. I mean, he lives in Philly, though. I'm no, saying Texas, it, Texas it, doesn't. Texas oh, doesn't. So I'm saying doesn't depend on the state. Yeah, Philly I, has like a three percent tax, though. I think I think Florida doesn't pay taxes. I think you're right. I think it's Florida. I know and Texas. Seb told me. Seb Seb lives in his family lives in He told me they don't pay taxes. They don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't. So, that's why Miami is such a, a great destination to go so to. That's why D-Wade still got that Miami's bread. a sleeper team this year. So what Cali pay like probably a lot of taxes, right? Yeah, Cali plays like New York, New Jersey. We're like 7%, bro. For real? Yeah. Damn. So they don't even really see that. Lying ass. Ah, right. yeah. The more that's money great. you make out here, That's bro. why them endorsement deals is crucial. Because that's like, yeah, you get all that. That's that's basically your backing. Who back wants end. to endorse Ben Simmons right now? All he gets is negativity on social media. I don't even think they endorsed his game. Just doesn't scream endorsement. What what athlete is he? Where, where is he signed to? I don't think he's signed, bro. I think he. He's not, um, he's not he a might Nike. be signed to Nike or something. Yeah, he has to be a Nike athlete. They probably dropped him, bro. You. Let's just be realistic. They probably dropped him, bro. Nah, they're not dropping him. All defensive first team. Ben Simmons. Don't sleep on my boy. Come on, man. Ben Simmons wants to change the scenery, and a point guard that got to change the scenery was Lonzo Ball. He's now a Chicago Bull. And on media day, Lonzo Ball said, talking to Billy, just getting back to being a more traditional point guard, last year was different for me. But whatever the coach asked me, I'll do to the best of my abilities. This year, it looks like I'll be the point guard. And Zach on Lonzo, he said, he's one of the best passers in the game. One of the highest IQ players. He gets up and down the court fast. I don't see how our games can't mesh. So will he thrive in his new role with the Bulls? Considering he does play that role. I know we've had debates about that on this show. But what do you think, Riv? Is Lonzo going to thrive in this new role with the Bulls? Well, I think him and Zach are going to be perfect. Because Zach loves to run in transition. He loves to get out and run. And he loves to, you know, them alley-oops, them dunks. DeMar does it a little bit too. So it's going to be fun. I think Lonzo thrive it really just depends because i feel like last year was a a modest improvement for him you know 
hitting, being able to hit the three-point shot consistently, still being that solid on-ball defender, that great team defender. I think this year what's next for him is to become a better finisher. And if he can, you know, be better at that and also up his playmaking, get back to, like he said, that traditional point guard, be able to facilitate offense. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it wouldn't be a threat. I, I, I don't see all-star. I don't think that necessarily means he has to be an all-star to thrive. I just think he has to improve in the areas that he, you know, wasn't good at. You know, finishing at the rim, finishing around the rim, making pocket passes, you know, being that efficient scorer in the paint. But other than that, I can see it because of the spacing we're going to have with Vucevic. You know, he's a good three-point shooter. Zach Levine, he's an elite three-point shooter. DeMar DeRozan isn't a three-point shooter, but nonetheless, you still have to go out there and guard him. And Patrick Williams, he's a solid three-point shooter. We have Kobe White, so we got some shooters. So he's going to have enough spacing. He's going to have enough pick-and-roll partners. So he's going to be good. I think he'll thrive. Lonzo is a mental player. Just like we were talking about Ben, Lonzo's another guy. He's mental. His game is there. Lonzo's game is there. We've known this from day one. He has the ability to come in, be the passer, be the floor, the guy that sets up everything, starts your offense off. We know that. Thrive. What is thriving? It's thriving 12, 7, and 7. I know he can do that. It's thriving 15, 6, and 6. I'm capable. I'm pretty sure he can do that too. What's thriving? Having a career season. I think he can if he goes into the year aggressive. If he goes into the year saying, okay, I know I'm playing next to Zach, another great guard. And yeah, I'm playing next to DeRozan. But I see myself as that guy. I think he has the ability. Bro. What? I think Lonzo Ball, if he turns it on, oh, God. could be a top five PG. What the? <laughs> <laughs> here, Keith, here it comes. <laughs> what? The takes, man. So what? you think you think Lonzo turning it on can be a better point guard than John Morant? And De'Aaron Fox. He's a better then, defender than these guys. He's a better SGA? passer than these guys. He's more efficient than who? Than Ja Morant. Oh, what about okay. De'Aaron Fox? What about Fox? SGA? But he's playing losing basketball. <laughs> like, what has Lonzo played? <laughs> yeah, That's you got fine. stuck That's there. Fair. You got That's stuck fair. there. I mean, the Pelicans, they were more competitive than Sacramento. Come on. They were great. So, Steph, Dame, Trey, Ja, De'Aaron, CP. Ja, Luca's here. Luca's a... Lucas okay. is one. He Lucas okay, is one. So, right? All right, so then if that's the case, then I'll switch it to top ten before I look stupid on your cash. Lamelo's here. He's top coming. Lamelo's better than Lonzo. Kate is going to be better than Lonzo. I'm just going to be honest I, with you, bro. Mm. I'm just be honest with you. Like I'm just. I don't cut see. That I don't dry. see Kate how everybody sees Kate. I see him better than Lonzo. Like, I don't. I don't. I, I, li- I like Kate. I just don't see him like you guys probably see him. You guys see him as I see like, superstar, right? Franchise changer. I see star. Okay. I mean, well, is Lonzo even Lonzo's that? not that. Lonzo has a great chance to be that. <laughs> Lonzo has a great chance to be Wait, that. Wait, so he can be that over Vucevic, Levine, or DeRozan? Yes. If he turns it on. That's the thing. His game is there. He can shoot the ball. He can pass the ball. He's made all of those improvements. It now has to be a killer like instinct. He has to put that into himself. He has to tell himself, I'm better than what I'm making myself to be. Mm. He takes a back seat. That's that's his game. Well, he, now he's playing with Zach. Zach is good. I like Zach. Zach and I told what? I told you off camera Zach before is we even started. Zach I'm, is good. Zach is good. Uh, you got, I mean, you is. said before we started. You said Lonzo's going to unlock Zach. Yeah, what the unlock f- Zach? That's you what have I to said. Stop I think that, that pair. No, because okay, yes, Zach is an already great scorer. We know this. I'm talking about in terms of creating. 
Zach is now going to have less pressure of always having to. So you think his he's going to have the? So Zach is going to be a more free will scorer. So you think it's going to be like Chris Paul and Devin Booker, like that type of situation, right? Okay. Right, exactly that type so Chris of situation. Paul, okay, okay. Because Devin Booker, yeah, Devin Booker is a plug and play type of guy. You can you can make him be your primary ball handler. You can do other things with him. But once you unlock him, once you put somebody next to him, where it's like, yo, don't worry, I'll create for you. Billy you Donovan, see, you see how good of a scorer that guy becomes, and I think that's the same thing that's going to happen with Zach and Zo. Billy Donovan has told Lonzo, I guess, that he's going to be a traditional point guard. He's going to play you. that role. I mean, you told me, look, I I, you I'm in no said. position to. To say Urban, um, to say Billy Donovan is lying to Lonzo <laughs> or whatever he's gonna do, I don't know what they're gonna do schematically. Uh-huh. Do I have a feeling of what <laughs> I think they're gonna do? Absolutely, oh, I man. do. Oh, gosh. Lonzo just had a career season last year, averaging fifteen and six, mm-hmm. and he had a thirty-six percent spot-up shooter shooting frequency. Demar and Levine are primary ball handlers. Demar in ISO and Levine last year had a career season playing off of pick and rolls. So to tell me that Lonzo is going to have the ball over one of these two guys or both of them, I just don't really believe that. If this works, this will let me know that this is the era of positionless basketball for real. So let me ask you a question. If you could put three guards back there and it works like that. So Joel, let me ask you a question. You didn't seen the coach tell you that, you, that I didn't seen Lonzo tell us that the coach told him. You didn't see him say that Lonzo is going to be a traditional point guard, and you still tell us that you don't believe that's what's going to happen. I'll be shocked if Lonzo is used as that, and I'll be shocked if his if his spot up frequency isn't from twenty five to thirty five percent of the time. This with the Pelicans, it was at thirty six percent. So if it's not, I'd be shocked if it's not over thirty percent. To be honest. So like I'm going to ask you this again. You just are going to. Deny what the Lonzo coach said. Anywhere he wants on the court. Lonzo even said it. In the Pelicans, it was a different role for him. He didn't want to be in that role. What, this, what was his? What, what was his? A three and D spot up shooter. Right. That's not him. I keep trying to tell you that. He's a silent killer. I know that's not him, <laughs> but his <laughs> game, his, his game over the course of his entire career has not shown that he can be anything else at an effective. I level. mean, when you're put in a situation where. You're playing a little bit out of your role. Sometimes you're not going to look the best. Is he a bottom 20 point guard in the league? Why do you be doing that? I'm just asking. <laughs> I don't think he's top 20. I think I can name 20 point guards better. Is Kemba Walker better than him right now? They're on the same level. I think they're right on the same now. level. I think they're on the same level. Right now, Kemba's probably better, bro. Right now. I think if you can make a debate for Lonzo. But this is what I'm saying, Kemba. though. He's definitely a top 20 point guard. Like, why do y'all do this? He's a top 20 point guard. You, so? you Off the top of your head, you cannot sit here and name me 20. Darian Fox. One. <laughs> Steph Curry. <laughs> Two. Dame. Uh-huh. Keep going. Luca. That's four. Trey Young. Five. Harden. John Morant. John Morant. Harden, so that's seven. SGA. D'Angelo Russell. Kyle Lowry. Mike Conley. LaMelo Ball. Twelve. Uh, <sighs> I want to argue that, but I'm going to let it rock. Kevin Walker. Yeah, I said yeah. Um, That's 13. Jamal Murray. 14. Uh, Fred Van Vliet. No. Point guard. Uh, Chris no. Paul. Chris Paul. 15. Um, I'm trying to think of teams. I can't even think of teams. Terry Rozier. What the no. hell? He's a two. I know, but he plays the one Even team. if he was a point guard, he's not. DeJounte Murray. No. Eh, debatable. No, it's not. They're the same guy. Derrick Rose. They are the same guy, but Lonzo's a way better scorer and way better shooter. I wouldn't say way better. What about Derrick Rose? Better. He's a bench guard. Spencer Dinwiddie? No. Yes. No. No. 
Give me Lonzo. <laughs> Give me Lonzo. No, no, yeah, Malcolm, no. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm, yes. Come on. Come stop, 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 stop. Malcolm is better. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Oh, God. 16. How do we forget Russell Westbrook? Malcolm Brogdon, we're going to put that to the side. That's ben Simmons? Ew. I would say Ben. Drew true. Holiday. Drew Holiday's not a point guard. Uh, he plays the position, <laughs> though. So Kyrie? Did we say Kyrie? We didn't no, say Kyrie because we, we said Harden. I'm saying Kyrie. But Kyrie's there, too. He could 17. be there, too. We got 17 right now. 18. 17. I didn't get you, Brogdon. What we're, the gonna hell? De- we're gonna debate that. <laughs> we're gonna debate that once we get to 19. I'm trying we to talk about it once we get. You we gotta said give, Fox already. You gotta give me two more or no, no. You gotta give me three more. Solid. We're at 17. We said Portland. You got two in in, in maybe a half. Colin right Sexton. No. Darius, Darius Garland. Garland is better than Lonzo, and you know he is. I know it's hard to say he's not. What about Tyrese Halliburton? He Yo, could be better like, than him next these year. These are these are. Nah, you got to give me 20 clear right now. We got to argue these. Garland is clear. Garland to is you. What about Reggie Jackson? What the hell? No. His playoff performance is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, come on, come on. I'm not taking nothing away from Reggie, but. What about no. John Wall? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I actually like John Wall. I like John Wall, but no. Man, we gave you a bunch of debatables, though. So what? Debatables. What, right, what's so holding, was 18 what's, firm. Right, so why look, do you think Lonzo is better than Brogdon? Brogdon. That's the I was just one. about to say. That's 18. Debate me two more. Because the other the other names I was hearing is like, mm, I and Derrick Rose just averaged eighteen with the Knicks. I cannot. And we was twenty. He I was twenty five and seven with the Knicks when he got I there. I'm Jack and Cade. He ain't Jack even played. Jack and Cade was better than <laughs> That's nineteen. <laughs> That's nineteen. You didn't so give us. Wait, you didn't give us. You didn't give us Dejounte Murray either. No, I'm not giving you Dejounte. They're the same guy, and Dejounte's better at what he does. Who's a better shooter? Anza. Who's a better defender? Dejounte. By how much? A lot. He, nah, he is on ball. Like, like a lot. Come on, bro. That's nineteen, bro. He might be at twenty. He might. Be. I can't. I can't. Oh, so we'll I'll see if he has a breakout season this season. So you know, I we'll see. We'll see how he really plays. I, I mean, you think 20. you think he's gonna thrive? Our Predict d- his averages right now. Who who are we talking about? Lonzo. Um, sixteen, nine, and six. Mm. Nine assists or nine rebounds? Nine assists. Nine assists. Six yeah. rebounds. I, think th- I don't think thriving needs to be all-star. I think he just needs to be efficient across the board. I was, yeah, was going to say like 18, 18, 5, and, and 8, really. I was going to say 18, 5, and 7, honestly. I think he can get 16 I was going to say 18, 5, and 7, truthfully. I think he could average 10 assists this year. If he averages six, 15 and 10 or 16 and 10, then we'll, we, could, we have to put him higher Zach's in the numbers dips. His numbers are going to dip this year. They're not going to be. It's not going to reflect his game, though. Yeah, but, yeah, but it has to, though. Because numbers, bro. We know most of the time in yeah. the NBA, I mean, he's a couple bringing, points difference doesn't really reflect. That's what happened with D Book. He's bringing in Demar. He's bringing in Lonzo. It, it's gonna have to dip. He's not gonna score twenty. I you mean, heard if the he name does. You just said D Book. You heard that man. You know who that man is. Yeah, I'm not now you know. He got locked up by Pat Bev. Bro. Locked up by who? Pat Bev, bro. Locked up. Are you sure? I'm like just really positive, bro. Are you like sure? I'm 100. percent my Pat Bev. Yes. Bro, let me ask don't you do something. Don't do this. You really don't want to do this. Let me ask you something. Who went on? Who moved on? <laughs> no, no, no. The Suns did. The Suns did, right? <laughs> Chris Paul had Chris Paul was packing them up. Yeah, he was. Pat, Pat. They both unlocked each other. That's no rap cap. Yeah, they unlocked That's that, no that rap ass cap whipping. at all. You know that. Uh-huh. You know hoops, man. Do it again. So you know how it works. Do it again. <laughs> what? Tell them do it again. Do it again. You don't think they can? You don't think they could be a top three seed this year? You don't. You really don't. Like think regular they... season, yes. 
Can they go to back to the WCF? No. Let's be honest. You guys saw the Lakers. You saw the Suns. What did you say? Oh, yeah. Suns are and then good. AD went down. Right or wrong. Everybody saw that. I was like, yeah, come on, bro. Braun, playoff Braun, activation. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, it's done. No, no, no. It's done. We saw he Braun, sent them home. AD, and then we was like, yeah, we, we believe in the Lakers. And then no, AD no, no, went no, down. No. I believed in a five-game, six-game series. I said six. Y'all believed in a gentleman's sweep. Nah. That's all I was seeing on my timeline. We might we probably follow different people. I'm not sure. I was seeing. I don't have a Twitter. Oh yeah, they suspended you. Damn. Yeah. So free t- yo, free rib out of Twitter jail, bro. Yeah, You're on the pick us out Twitter though, so you see. Yeah, he's good. You just see hoops. Yeah. He's good. Straight hoops. Good. But in terms of you guys telling me that Devin Booker, are we? Are, hold on. We're gonna <laughs> talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just just to let All you guys right. know, just give, just give you guys a sneak peek if you're listening or watching. Keith thinks that Devin Booker is better than Luka. So he's going to elaborate on that later on when we talk about it. Uh, but now we're going to talk about Michael Porter Jr. getting paid by the Denver Nuggets. NPJ agreed to a five-year, $207 million extension. He's getting paid around $40 million a year now. And players with that type of contract are Giannis, Steph, Harden, Russ, Gobert, and Trey. And now Luca also, and now MPJ is in that conversation. He just came off a career season averaging 19-7, one assist, and fun (laughs) fact, his efficiency was at an all-time high. He had the highest efficiency of any player averaging over 19 minutes per game since Wilt Chamberlain back in 66-67 season. Wilt's efficiency was at 68% EFG. MPJ is at 64%. EFG. So he had the I second. I love when Joel does that and tells me stuff I MP, don't know. MPJ had the mo- had the second most efficient 19 point per game season oh my God, in get NBA history. Wow. Thank you. Just wow. to let you know. You just made my argument so much stronger. What's the question? MPJ. Joel? Did he get overpaid? I'll start with you, Ruth. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, bro, please. Yeah, he did get overpaid. I think, no, let me not say that. I think he got paid too fast. Let me, let me say, Fair. let me say that. Because you saw the names you just listed: Steph, Harden, Giannis, Trey, Luca. I'm not even going to talk about Steph Harden. We, because we, we know they're goats, they're legends in itself. Let's talk about Trey and Luca for a little bit. Trey just walked into the playoffs. Knicks was talking nasty. Knicks fans, this Knicks fans, that. We all agreed it was going to be a fairly Trae, I'll even never series. Forgive you. I'll yeah, never we, forgive we thought you. it was going to be an even series. Cakewalk, destroyed him. Went to Philly. Underdogs beat Philly. Yeah, Gave no. Milwaukee a run for their money, but Milwaukee ultimately won. He put up historical numbers. He did his thing. On the other side, Luka didn't come out the first, but he didn't play the same team two years in a row. He didn't. They have no answer for him personally. Like he's just a grown man destroying one of the best two way defenders in the league in Kawhi and PG. Those two have earned their rights to get that contract. With Michael Porter Jr. <clears throat> We all knew his potential coming out of high school. He was he was the number one pick before his back injuries. Like we all knew, me and Keith used to talk about it all the time. We all knew about MPJ. Like he was different breed. Just his back injury. He had he had the Steve Kerr back injury. Yeah. So it, at a young age, that's messed up. I think Denver. You know they don't attract a lot of free agents. So you know getting Aaron Gordon was good. You know re-signing him. I understand. Even people said it was overpaid, but I understand the move. You have to keep that core. And he's still right. young. MPJ, Jamal Murray. Nikola Jokic, that's a good three trio. Like, and they're all locked in. Yeah. You got your guard, you got your wing, right. you got your center. Right. So it's like 
paid a little. I say it's paid a little too soon because he hasn't really proven yet. He had some stinkers in the playoffs. He yeah. had some great moments. He's kind of up and down right now. He's still young. His shot selection really is bad. He needs to work on it. I get it. He's 6'10". He could shoot over everybody. But that one assist is very alarming. You know, we've seen elite wings have that versatility in their game, playmaking, scoring from all angles. He kind of just takes a lot of bad shots. But I would say, like, He's going to end up being an all-star, maybe a superstar in this league. I just think they paid him a little too soon because he hasn't earned that contract. Uh, another wing that was knocked for not having a lot of assists was Rudy Gay back when he was with Memphis. Do you think MPJ is similar to Rudy no, Gay? not at no, all. No, no, I think he's better. Not at all. The only the only difference I see in Rudy Gay and, and MPJ, well, mainly Good MPJ, young guys, period. Yeah. Like, young guys, period, is the ability to, to put up numbers – that impact the game without being ball dominant. That means a lot. Yeah. That's that's tougher to me. When a good scorer has the ball in his hands for majority of the game, he's gonna get a rhythm. And if he doesn't, he's gonna have a bad night. But he has a better chance of getting a rhythm if he always has the ball. MPJ is giving you twenty and seven, not touching it. He's catching it on breaks. He's getting it in a flow. He's coming off a pin down. He has one he's either shot, one dribble pull up, or it's right back. Reset. It's it's a beautiful game. Like MPJ's game is so beautiful, and I know for a fact. Like I know for a fact, MPJ is gonna be a superstar. He has the ability to put up twenty without ball handling, like Clay. Then and guys like that are priceless, and especially a guy that's six eleven, six ten, and can shoot. There's not a bad shot for MPJ. There's not one bad shot. He could. There's not one. He has a post fade. He has. He has everything. He has everything you need in a score. There's not a bad shot for him. So I, I see MPJ being a superstar. Do I think he's overpaid? No. I think they paid him for the future. I think they paid him because they know we're playing we're playing him next to an MVP and we're playing him as the third option because we like Jamal as our creator. So he's the third option putting up 20 on a championship contending team. That that speaks volumes for a young player. I think they see that and they say, okay, we have to acknowledge that. Give him his flowers now while he can still smell them. I, I understand it. Maybe too soon. I agree with Riv. He's still young, but a player, he's going to be worth it soon. soon a enough. player that just got paid, not that type of money, but similar, was Brandon Ingram. He got a five-year, $158 million dollar extension. One. So do you think that MPJ is better than Brandon Ingram? Yes. I think he impacts the game yes. better than then, Brandon. I think Brandon Ingram is yes. more skilled right now. He's, he's what more versatile. he's just described. Yeah, but he's, As Ingram needs to have the ball, ball to have a rhythm, right. where MPJ doesn't need to have it to have a rhythm. And I like this. I don't know about the contract. We can get into that, whatever, ifs, ands, or buts. Everybody's right. going to feel differently. But I like the idea of them keeping Jokic, yeah, Jamal, and NPJ together absolutely. for the future. Yeah. And they looked into MPJ. He was supposed to be a top five pick. He was on a J.J. Reddick podcast, and he told J.J. Reddick that Sacramento told me they wanted to take me. They were about to take me at number two. And then he went. He goes all the way to 14. <sighs> I was screaming for the Knicks to take him Yo, at that time. Oh and when we took, Bulls, I was wanted the Bulls to take him. Yo. When we took Kevin Knox, I went insane. Yo. And Kevin Knox wore a Fortnite suit to to oh draft. I think that was the year we took Kobe. That was yo. That, that hurt. No, Wendell. Wendell. Oh my God. Yeah. That hurt me. Like, yo, everybody hurt. Yo, if you, if you we needed a top wing, bro. Thirteen, and you didn't pick MPJ. We, we needed a wing at that time, bro. If, unless you're Atlanta or the Mavs, you're you know you're regretting your pick right now. The Clippers picked Jerome Robinson over him. That's a Clippers thing. I'm not, <laughs> oh that's a Clippers God, thing to like do. That, we picked. Isn't them. it crazy sometimes how you can go back on draft class and see like, wow, like, look we, how wrong you were. Yeah, 
We picked Wendell. We picked Kevin Knox. Not going to lie, I knew that was a bad. He's so bad. But to talk about MPJ, I think he has shown the ability already to deserve this type of contract. Yeah. When Jamal Murray went down in 23 games, MPJ averaged 23.8 points per game, 24, seven rebounds. And, of course, the assists aren't there, but that's what Jokic is there for. Jokic is the facilitator. Educate Red. Monte Morris is the facilitator. But MPJ averaged 24-7 and seven without Jamal Murray. Then in the playoffs, he averaged 17-6 and six and shot 47% from the field and 40% from three. So in the playoffs, even though he had some bad games, he still showed, okay, he can play. I think in the playoffs, he didn't have his best performances because the year prior, he was watching Jamal and Jokic play yeah. their two-man game, and he wasn't getting the ball. So now the first time in the playoffs, having defenses guard you differently, yeah. he was adjusting to that type of game. But MPJ has shown he can drop 24 to 27 a night. He's not even close to his prime. At and all. he was doing this on all-time efficiency. And what's getting left out in this Scary. contract, because we look at this contract and we say, wow, $200 million. The NBA is about to get a new TV right. deal. Right, and in a couple of years, the cap is going to shift. Crazy. Right now, the NBA is currently getting paid two. You got to pay Joker in two years. Right now, the NBA is currently getting paid two point six billion dollars a year for their rights, or two point six billion dollars, yeah, a year for their rights. They're looking to jump up to eight million a year, so the cap is going to go insane. And Nuggets paying MPJ that contract doesn't seem so bad, especially since you have Jokic, Murray, and MPJ locked up. And that's their best chance to win a championship. Well, Jokic is about to get his bag. Cause, Definitely. Because I, I play 2K. So after this offseason, his contract is up. So he needs his bag. But yeah, I agree. I, I I think MPJ needs to be the second best player for them to be in the championship. Honestly, I believe that wing, you need to have I that think he, I wing. think he's already the, I think he's already the second best player. I just think that he's limited. I truthfully think MPJ is better than Jamal Murray. Like, if I'm being honest, I think that he's a better player, truthfully. I think he can do more. Feel me? I, Jamal Murray has the ball in his hands more, but the better player. Can he do more, though? I mean, he's 6'10. I mean, not to mention, they also locked up Aaron Gordon. He's so, they, they oh, also. Yeah, I, yeah, I said so, that. they have Murray. They him to? 16, four, four years, and it was like 16 60 each year, something million or 80 something million. No, that's in the 70s, bro. Oh, it's 70s? Okay. Higher than 70s. It's not okay. a bad contract. It's so, not because I mean, it's Denver. They're not going to get anything. I, I think yeah, for, for MPJ to take that next step, he has to turn into a way better defender. He's horrible on that. Because end. if MPJ if, if MPJ and Aaron Gordon can both be their wing perimeter defenders, now you're looking at a, a scary team. Like yeah. They can score on you, and they can lock you down. Because we, we know Murray and Jokic, they're not going to defend. At all. Well, Jamal tries. He tries, but they really need. Yeah, no, you love that for Paul. Call. <laughs> they need MPJ and they need Aaron Gordon. And I think getting another two, so getting rid of Will Barton, even though yeah, he please. provides scoring, <laughs> but getting rid of him for another kind of Gary Harris you type like of player. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Like Will, he's always hurt. Nah, like you know what I think would be like a dream team for the Nuggets if they could find a way to pull off a trade for Dylan Brooks. And have Murray, Brooks, MPJ, Gordon, and Jokic. The only problem I have with that is Dylan's shot selections. Yeah. He, he just be... He's kind of nutty. Yeah, he gets crazy sometimes. But I yeah. think he's going to be more he goes laid nutty. back with that team. He could be. It's it's a gamble, but it's a good gamble. Like, yeah, because he can lock down. No, yeah. It's just his, like he be bugging sometimes. Like Sometimes he takes really bad shots. What does their bench look like? I know they got Monte Morris. It's Austin Rivers. Tucker's old The, the Composo dude. Composo, Composo. Oh, short guy. Yeah. Composo, Morris, Austin He's Rivers. Nice. 
He's, he's good. nice. I wouldn't say nice. He's all right. Okay. Yeah, he's all right. Bowl, he's a, bowl is still on their bench. He doesn't play. He doesn't play. Don't know why. PJ Dozier. He's all right. He's a good defender. Jamichael so. Green. Zeke Naji. Yeah, Jeff Green is also there. They signed him. My boy Jeff? Yeah. Uncle Jeff? That's the value, yeah, Uncle Jeff. I mean, oh, I God. think this year we're going to really see if MPJ was worth it because with Jamal Murray out for the majority of the season, we're going to see MPJ have that 24, 25 point-per-game season. I don't think that's fair. Because I feel like we, we, Jamal's not going to play, so it's going to be a lot more pressure on MPJ. I feel like they paid him to be that third or second guy when Jamal is there. I feel like, Or they paid him to supersede Jamal and be that second guy. 200 mil is 200 mil. Or they paid him to just be that guy, period. He's 22, right? So, we, yeah, we know that... You, he's no, no I, Jason I, I think Tatum. he's 24, actually. I'm not yeah. saying he's better than Jokic. He's 24, actually. I'm not saying he's better than Jokic. You think he can ever get there? You said superstar. I, I think he can. I'm not saying he is right now. I'm just I'm saying, saying, like, maybe he, they paid him looking at him like, yo, you are the face. I can... I, maybe. I, can res- I respect that. They gave him $200 million. I mean, That's, they didn't give it to him. Somebody who else, else had was. those contracts? Who? Steph? Harden? Who else? Legends. Bro, legends, Gobert, right? Trey, Luca. Well, Gobert. Okay. Yeah. Nah, nah, the, the rest legends. of them. Yeah, I get what you mean. Russell Westbrook, too. Yeah, like the rest of them. Not right. the Gobert I'm saying, guy, they paid him like that. They might be looking at him like that. They should. You know, you... Jokic has no problem taking a back seat because Jokic at can all. Jokic can average 18, 12, and 10 and be fine. If he goes... Yeah. Like I think he, he goes, needs to take a back seat. Jokic's nice. I, I like... I just think... You know what I'm saying? The big man, the days of the big man, you know, it's not really... He's not just your big man, though. He's not, He's a point center. He's, yeah, he's, he's a point different. center, but, like... He's different. So he's literally different. The joke, it's weird, because, like, you know, you watched him against Phoenix, and he was just getting picked on, and it was just, like, he, he was one of the reasons, like, he was, he was like... He, he was, was great. Yeah, he was great offensively, yeah, but he was one of the reasons... Play, he was one of the reasons they lost that series, like... As much as he did offensively, they were just picking on him, and they had no. And I think that's what the MPJ being a better defender is really going to help them. Because if you have those two wings, and you can get a second guy to just another three and D guy to play that two guard spot, then that'd be a dynamic starting five, and yeah. then you get a solid bench. It's just MPJ's development. Hopefully, you know Jamal Murray. We got to see what he he's going to look like when he comes back. He has to he has to implement himself more. He has to, you know, because he's a flow guy. Like, if you watch MPJ, he does not command the ball. He's I watch MPJ. He's he does not. He never commands the ball. He's never begging for the ball. He's he's where he has to be always. He's play, He's running the fast breaks. He's filling the fast breaks, the lanes, the way he's supposed to. He's in the corner where he's supposed to. He's on. He's at the wing. Where, he's always where he needs to be. So if he starts implementing himself, yo, let me get out of place. I just want the ball right now. Let me, let me call for it. Let me. He can have a better year. He can jump up at least five, six points a game if he does that alone. See it. Another big that report alone. that happened is that Bradley Beal chose to stay in Washington. <laughs> Russell oh Russell God. Westbrook urged Bradley Beal to request a trade from Washington. Don't know why he didn't. And Beal said, Still "No, I'm good Boston. in Washington." But he supported Russ going back home to LA. And Russ also said, "No way he's going to the Clippers. He wanted to go to the Lakers. He wanted to go play for that franchise." And I think if Beal didn't leave now, he's probably never going to leave. You look at the rosters they've had for the last two seasons. They've been awful, and he's still stuck by them. But I would say some Wizards fans do have optimism heading into the season because they did sign Spencer Dinwiddie. They got Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and KCP in a trade. And they're basically replacing all these players with Russ, so you're getting a lot of depth. 
plus a point guard who can give you 20 and six a night in Dinwiddie. Now, do you think there's any chance that this Wizards team with their depth and with having Beal being that primary scorer could be similar to what we saw from the Clippers in 2019, having a bunch of guys that just play a role and this Wizards team could make the playoffs in the East? You want to go first or can I go first? Uh, Go ahead. ahead. Well, first of all, Shout out to Westbrook for being a real friend and trying to get him out of here. Like, shout out to Westbrook, you know, saying, uh, yo, get out of here. Like, like, this is not the vibe. I'm leaving you. Get out of here. Yeah, like, like get out of here. Shout out to Bradley Bill, though, too, for supporting Westbrook yeah. and making that decision. Like, nah, I'm going to stay, but, you know, you could go. I support that. Shout out to both of them. Bradley Bill's an idiot. And I, I'm sorry, but it's like, I, I, I get it. The pride thing. You think pride they the can devil, win man. with you being the number one guy. I understand. You've put up 30 back-to-back years. You've led the league in scoring at one point. You've been an all-NBA team. You've been an all-star for a couple times. I get it. But the league is trending in where you need multiple stars to even be a Western Conference or Eastern Conference Finals contender or even a Finals contender. And even then, for you to carry a team, you have to be like a top 10, top 15 player. Bradley Bill, you are a fringe top 20 player in the NBA. Like, it's... You're top 20, but it's like we struggle saying that because there's yeah. the, the league is is elite. Like there's a lot of guys in the league, bro. And it's like that team, Spencer Dinwiddie is your two. I remember Spencer Dinwiddie came out. He said he feels like him and Bradley Bill could be the best backcourt in the NBA. No, you can't. Dinwiddie, there's no way he said that. No, he he has he's he's very cocky. He has come out and said that. I'm gonna show you the tweet. He, he's crazy. Wow. But I just feel like I don't feel bad for him after that tweet. I feel like Bradley Bill just wants the money. I feel like. Washington can pay him the most. He's really about his money and feeling like he can win with him being the guy. And it's respectable, but it's not that type of era no more. It's not the era where you just, it's not the early 2000s or the 2009, 2010s. It's not that type of era. You got to team up and you got to go somewhere. I thought he would have went to Boston. That would have been him. I thought he was out to Miami. Tatum, even Miami would have been elite. But Washington is deep. I'll give him that. They can run a 10-man rotation. Some Maybe 11. I mean, Denny's young. He's good. Corey Kispert. Out of Gonzaga, you know Gonzaga boys. They when they come out Bertons, of college, Brian. they know how to play. I'm interested to see Cools. I'm interested to see Gafford. I like Gafford. I'm mad if we traded him. Gafford is good. Cools, new situation, new environment. Right. I want to see Kentavious Coldwell Pope. You know what he's going to give you three and D. Montrez Harrell, that backup big. Rui, year three. Thomas Bryant coming back. So it's it's a lot of it's a it's it's youth mixed with experience. Yeah. So let's see what Bradley Bill does. Maybe he changes our mind. Maybe he turns some heads. I have them shooting for, a, like, fighting for a playing spot, but I don't have them guaranteed to make the play-in. Bradley Bill is just, I can't believe he did that. That hurt my heart when he stayed. Because I, for the first time, like, I actually thought, like, yo, Bradley Bill can compete. Like, he's getting the opportunity to go compete. So I was excited. I'm hearing Boston, Miami, the Lake. I'm like, yo, Bradley's, he's finally willing to, like, yo, I'm ready to go compete. And then he signed that extension. Bro, my heart that that hurt my heart. Like I, I just instantly was like, he doesn't want to win. I thought I saw Bradley Bill different. Like I saw him like a competitor. Like he was just coming every night to win. But now I see him like he he wants his he wants his numbers. He wants to be that guy. Everything else comes next. That's how I feel about him now. Like now that I look at him, because it's like you had the chance to go play in a great culture in Miami. I would have loved him in Miami. What with Jimmy Butler? I don't know how they did that it. That would have what Jimmy Butler, Bam out of bio, and Bradley Bill. 
that would have been nasty. Like, I would have loved to see that, truthfully. Like, I hate Miami. I, I hate Miami. I don't like Miami at all. But that team with Bradley Bill, that would have been, they definitely would have been in the ECF. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not too mad at this. You know, I know you guys are disappointed. And maybe it does show some signs of Bradley Beal's character flaws and how he doesn't really want to win and he just wants to put up great numbers, maybe like a modern-day Kevin Martin. But <laughs> I <Damn>. I do. <laughs> that hurt, that, yo, that hurt. <laughs> I'm not even Bradley Beal. But that you hurt me like. Kevin Martin was, bro. <laughs> He was putting up 26 in Sacramento. But it's like, you know how mid he was? Like, he was just like, like, he's here, but it's like, I don't know. I would have said Monte Ellis. Right. That would have been like a little bit better, you know? A little better. A little. But part of me respects Bradley Beal's decision and wanting to create a winner. You know, we were, it's weird how how fans work, right? Because Damian Lillard, we praise him for staying in Portland. And. When players do go team up, like James Harden going to Brooklyn or LeBron going to Miami or whatever you can think of, or Katie going to Golden State, we all are disgusted in those moves and we hate them. We hate super teams. But when a guy like Bradley Beal, who's the best player on his team, decides to stay, we all criticize that too. So it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to get criticized regardless. Bradley Beal probably does have that ego and have that pride that he can make these guys at least a playoff contender. And based on their roster... I think it really depends on the versions they get of these guys. If they get Montrez Harrell, Clippers Harrell, 15 and 7 off the bench, that's great. And if they yeah. can get Kuzma, yeah. who now playing without LeBron has more freedom, can average experience. A, yeah, can average 16 to 18. He's become a way better defender now yeah. too. Kuzma can be that third guy that we thought he should have been yeah. with the Lakers. And now you have Bradley Beal scoring 28 to 30, Dinwiddie 20 and 7. Kuzma 18 and 7, Harold 15 and 6. Now they have a bunch of guys, you know, with Russell Westbrook leaving, that's a huge loss, but they had no depth last year. Right. This year they have depth and they have defenders. You have KCP, Kuzma, Daniel Gafford is much improved. Dinwiddie and Brett Beal, we know what they are. They're not going to defend, but they have a lot of depth on this roster. And even outside the starting lineup, you look at Bertons, one of the better three point shooters in the NBA. Kispert, who they drafted, Denny Advia, who we're hoping big things from. They have depth, and if they can put it together with the new coach, Wes Unsell Jr., they can make some noise. And I agree. I think they're probably fighting for a playing spot, but we talked about it the other day, I think a couple podcasts uh, prior to this one. You know, where's the gap between Washington and Toronto? You know, Toronto has, I think, more a little bit more star power, I guess, but Washington probably has a Toronto little bit more, more depth. depth. Toronto I think Washington is deeper. I I like Toronto more than Washington. I don't I like think Toronto, Washington. I, I like Toronto. I like the players. Guys better. I, I like the players on Washington if they have a superstar there. I don't they think don't, Bradley Bill is a superstar. One. They don't have one. I think like, I like a, KCP if he's next to a superstar. I like him a lot because now you're. But now see, like with Bradley Bill, you're going to ask him to do more. Bradley Bill has to be a playmaker. I didn't even mention Hashimura. Yeah, crazy. I, I like those players if they have a for sure guy to set them up to to be that guy for. So them. I mean, it would be Dinwiddie, Beal, KCP, or Kuzma, and Hachimura and Gafford, or maybe KCP starts at the three. I would start Kispert. I think it's too soon. He's a rookie. I think it's too He's soon. He's from Gonzaga. He's a senior. Yeah, those like, Gonzaga guys. Yeah, them Gonzaga boys. They know. They got, they I think as a bench player, he'll be fine. He's he's gonna be like a Cam Johnson for them. I can like see just that. off the bench. I can see that. 
If anything, I, I I personally like Toronto better though. I know we're talking about Washington, but I think Toronto's. A I like their. Yeah, I favor them just like I like their I seven guys close. better than Washington's depth. Like I like Pascal, OG. I like Fred. Right. I like I like Scotty. their guys best. Scotty, yeah. I like their guys better. OG. They have more continuity. Like they've been playing yeah. together for a minute. I think this could be the beginning of Denny Denny Advia heading towards being a bust though, <laughs> because where is he gonna play? They just drafted Kispert, who plays his position, and Advi is going to be out because of injury for a while, I believe. So you have KCP, Kuzma playing over him, Hachimura, Kispert. We have to see what KCP does because we're just implementing KCP like he's. We know he's going to. He has a tendency to stink it up sometimes. You know he might just come and stink it up, but we know that he he for the most part gives you something. He's He's going to give you defense and and three point shooting. There's times there's there's have been like lengthy parts on his career where he's giving you nothing. One hundred percent. So we we literally don't know who we're getting. It's and hard he's to not play next to a superstar. It's hard so to he, play with LeBron, you're, bro. You're go- not even. It's hard to play with superstars, bro. He's gonna be in a. I don't think KCP the type of player he is. It's not hard to play with LeBron. Super easy. I'm saying, but I'm saying though, it's. it's I think Kuzma's hard. Yeah, but with KCP, it's like a lot of the times when he goes on those cold streaks. Cold streaks is right. like it's a lot of in his head, you know. It's a lot of spotlight. Like he's playing with yeah. one of the greatest players ever. It's like, damn, if I don't make this next one. What's gonna happen? Like I could get traded yeah, at any moment. So it's like that's a t- that's like it's tough now in Washington. Freelance, I don't got nothing to lose. I'm getting paid 13 mil. See, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like Washington has no like structure. Like what are they doing? Like what exactly? Like what is Bradley Bill doing? Like he's scoring. No, we know what he's doing. Like he's scoring. So yeah. like what? What yeah, is Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie's what? He's, he's going to be scoring. Like what are they? Who, these other players are are gonna have to what create for themselves. That's gonna be uh, yeah. their backcourt is a scoring backcourt. It's Damon CJ. Who's their point guard off the bench? I don't think they have one. Raul Neto? Raul Neto. Let's talk about it. Why? Who's going to set up the shots? <laughs> you're asking. Now you're. No, like, think about it. You're. You're. you're you got all these guys. Right? Aaron Holiday. I, the Holiday Brothers, I, I give. We're going to pay, pay homage. Pay homage pay to homage, the Holiday right. Shout out to Holiday Brothers, man. I, I fuck with the Holiday Brothers. They don't, they don't have. They don't have a point guard. They don't have a real point guard in their team. They, they have so a bunch of buckets. You're, you're asking KCP now to go. Kuzma's not giving shots. that ball up. So Kuzma's not passing that. I think Kuzma, he can create his own shot. Yeah, his, I'm saying like he's not passing that though. Like it's straight. Is he going to be second or third option? But now we might he, we might view Gafford differently because now Gafford's not getting set up by Russ. Yeah, Rui's not getting set up by Russ either, so yeah. he's gonna have to go get his own. It's gonna be tough. They just gonna have a lot of guys just trying to. Figure. This is this is where Bradley builds. This is another thing he needs to unlock in his game. And this is what we're gonna see. This is what's gonna. And he, he has it. You think he has it in him? I think Bradley Beal has it slightly. I'm not a big Bradley Beal fan. And this is what this is what why we we struggle to put Bradley Beal in that conversation because I don't think with he has the it. Devin Booker, you know and the Donovan Mitchells. I don't think he has it. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was thinking about how because uh, we made it well. We had a clip on a podcast that went viral that we talked about Bradley Beal about him being a top 15 player. And I and I was like, Bradley Beal is no way a top 15 player. Like it's not even close. And I named 15 and. It went viral and people disagreed with it. And Bradley Beal's wife found the video. Yeah, really. She found. She said, "Oh, anybody can just talk on the mic and shit, <laughs> whatever." So, and then it's crazy because at that time, that was like during the middle of the season where Bradley Beal was leading the league in scoring. Yeah. And I was like, "This is the first time a player who's led the league in scoring hasn't been a top player in the league." Like years prior, it's been KD or Harden or Carmelo or Kobe, Curry. Yeah, Curry. Like, yeah, and, don't forget him. And then, and then, you know, everybody wow. disagreed with the Bradley Beal not being top fifteen. You just said facts. 
But yeah, and now looking back on it, it's like it's consensus that he's not top fifteen. Like nobody even debates it. Anymore. Oh, now like you got look at Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker. Like now it's getting bad. Like PG, <laughs> now Kyrie. He's really, nah, yeah, now I, it's like he really I might know, not I, be, bro. I, I never <laughs> thought Bradley Bill was top fifteen. I like I like Bradley Bill though. Like I did like his game. He's People a, said he's a Bradley. Hooper. But in the list, I mentioned Jimmy Butler, and they said Beal is better than Butler. That is ridiculous. They said Beal is better than Tatum too. I mentioned Tatum. People, that's straight. People, stupid. they said he's he, better than Paul George too. See, that's what I get mad. But yeah. people hold that series on Butler too much. That that last series he just had, they oh. hold it way too much. He just went to the finals. He had a forty Three ball. Point, yeah, like tri- triple dub. Like, like got a, Bradley <laughs> Bill ain't even. Bro? Yo, listen. If you ever see Bradley Bill get a forty point triple double, make sure is you it, go to my it, Twitter. It wasn't well. That clip. Right. That clip was from when that didn't even happen. It was. It was fresh off of Butler leading the Heat to the finals. It was fresh off Tough. of that, yeah. So then, people, is it? Is I don't know. it? Is it? And it was fresh off of PG choking in the playoffs. Yeah. Everybody's still entitled better. to their own opinion. Is it? Bro, is it? Is it a on. bad take to say Bradley Bill might not be top twenty? I think so because I think he's top twenty. I, I think, think he's, he's probably 18, 19. Yeah, because we, we know the ten. So the next up would be Tatum, PG, Butler, Kyrie, Those Donovan, Those Trey, Booker. That's seven. So then it gets. Now we got to really think. It gets tricky. Yeah, like book is. I you mean, put in Bill Zion. Is, Bill is you put in Zion over yes. Bill. I don't know, man. Yes, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Zach Levine or Bradley Bill. It's getting tricky. Like, yeah, that's it's getting that's, tricky. That's, that's, that's Jalen Br- Brown or Bradley Bill. I'm. It's getting. Tricky I want to. I want to say Jalen Brown. I want to say Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown's, Brown's better. I definitely want to say Jalen Brown. So it's getting tricky Brown. for. It's getting tricky for Brown. Bradley Bill. Like Jalen Brown, he's that two way. Like he's definitely two way. Like. Cat or Bradley Bill. Like it's yo. It's like he might not be top twenty, bro. I'll say Cat, but that's just me. Cat dangerous. Cat is. Cat. He just on a whack team. That Cat. He, he figures it out how to win. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. He he get he get that. He get that mindset. I, he just lost family. He's coming back with a mission. Did you mention Kyrie? Yeah, I said Kyrie. Okay. He was in that 11 to like 17. He's what about Julius Randle? I don't think I... No. Come on, man. He just made an all-NBA team. Nah, bro. Let's I'm a Knicks playing. fan, bro. But, bro, come on. Like, Think about it, though. You just said Julius. That's debatable. Jalen Brown. Then we said Cat. Then we said... Who was the other yeah, guy Cat is said? really debatable. Like, Cat Zach Levine. Really like, that's like... Bradley Bill's done, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I like Bradley Bill, man. He's a, good, like, he's, a nice, he's a nice guy to watch. Like, he's what about De'Aaron Fox? You think Bradley Bill's better than him, too? Yes. Yeah, nah, Bradley, I think he's better than De'Aaron Fox, too. Yeah, yeah Bradley Bill's better than him. Is Bradley Bill better than SGA? Is he better than Russ? Yes, he's better. Is he better than Russ? Who, like no. Russell, 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 Russell? He's not yes. better than Russ. No, he's, he's not, not better than Russell. That's 18. No. That's 360 going on out in LA right now. That's crazy. No, nah, he's not better than Russell Westbrook. 360 out in LA? Is he better than Rudy Gobert? Can, I mean, impact wise on winning, no, no he's not. Yeah, I was about to say and that. Like, Rudy when impacts when winning. When you compare more. a big and a guard, you have to talk about impact. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> Rudy impacts again. What about is he better not. than Chris Middleton? No, he's not. He's not. Bro, wow. Chris Middleton? Yo, he not y'all better gotta than stop. Chris? Y'all gotta stop playing with Chris. He's not better than Chris. He's not better than Zach. No cap. No cap. Hold on. Hold on. Everything. Everything. Not better than Zach. He's not better than SGA. Why did you start laughing when they said Chris Middleton? Because he's not better than Chris. I'm not gonna lie. But like, bro, Chris Middleton is dead like that though, bro. Like he's like, dead like that. Like I, I, they probably laughing, but bro, Chris Middleton is really you like. You know that. what the thing is with Chris Middleton? I feel like he's he, really like that. No, That's he's the thing. He's, a, he's a plug-in player. Like he's a guy exactly. But, but I don't. But in terms he was of on, like, he's on Washington, he could drop thirty. I think. I don't think so, bro. I think <laughs> as the man. No, I think. As, I think like if you, I think, he might I think if you really like line them up like basketball, like. 
player for player, I really think Bradley Bill's way better than Chris Middleton. Bradley Bill definitely Chris Middleton can play make way better than Bill. It's not even close. Uh, no, it's not even close. I would say way. I mean, Bradley Bill's a way better scorer. Like it's okay, not close. But he has more. <laughs> he has everything. But he doesn't have like what? He don't have what? Wait, what you about? Bro, to bro, say? bro, bro, look. What, you, what you about to say? say? What I'm about to say right now. Hold on. Cut it out. Yeah, wilder. Chris Middleton just wanted. So then he not better than Zion. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He just wanted Chip as a second option, putting up almost thirty a night. Okay, you got it. Middleton plays defense better. He play makes better. Like that. That's it. Middleton has never had a season. He, he's a slightly better scorer than Middleton. It's not a huge gap. Though. Right. And look, yeah, that's and this one about to say. That's a gap. So. How like? That's a gap. I think SGA is better than Beal though. I think his oh, self creation is crazy. It didn't know it's ridiculous. But did, if that's the case, Zion is. Wait. Better so hold than up. Hold up. So is we? You said top twenty. Is Bradley Beal even a top twenty five player in the NBA? No. Right now? Like, Bro, come now on. we're getting let, let's on, name let's on, name on, players on, though. You name I, the I first think seven. SGA is better. Name the first seven you mentioned. Come on, man. I said, come on, come well, on. The, the ten was obvious: Steph, Dame, Harden, AD, Jokic, Embiid, LeBron, KD, Luca, Giannis, Kawhi. That, that's eleven uh-huh. off the bat, and then Paul George, Tatum, mm-hmm. that's thirteen. Trey Young, fourteen. Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, that's seventeen. Right? Those are the next group up. And then mm-hmm. we said SGA. Mm-hmm. I think Zion is better. Like Zion, I think Zion is better. A guy like Bradley Bill, I think Zion is better than. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I said know. Middleton. But bro, like no, I said, yeah, so, Zach yeah, Levine. Middleton has proved himself. Okay, so though. that's like, nineteen. He's coming off of a finals. All right, that's nineteen. SGA is 18, yeah. Middleton's 19. I don't know if Rudy I put Gobert? SGA above Bradley well, we Bill. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Because what has SGA done? Uh, he right, well, made the playoffs with OKC. He, but, did, he had okay, a good series. Okay, wait, okay, fine, he, fine. he wasn't the reason they made the playoffs, though. It was Chris Paul. Okay, Let's fine. talk about it. Take and, them all. Take and, them all. And, Gobert and Chris Paul. That's 20. Take SGA off. We got 18. Gobert Russell and Chris Paul is at 20. Westbrook is at 21. Yeah. We're getting bad. It's getting bad. Now it's a bunch of debatables. Chris Paul is better. It's a bunch of debatables. Definitely. I know how to stop, but Zion is better Damn, than him, bro. Hold on, like, nah, hold on. Come on, bro. Hold Zion on. is better say, than Beal. I got to say that list again. We got to count it one more time. Yeah, because I, I feel look, like we're disrespecting look, Bradley Bill right now. Are we? Uh, is he? <laughs> are we? Look. I don't think we are. Let, let's say He's it back player. again. Let's say it back again. Let, let's do it in order this time, right? So, LeBron. Bradley Beal, top 25 player. If he's not, we don't think he's top 20. Bradley Beal is not a top twenty player in the NBA currently. Yeah, it's over. We can name twenty players easily. It's whether he's a twenty top twenty five player or not. So the top ten is easy. It it's Steph, it's Harden, it's LeBron, it's Giannis, KD. it's Jokic, KD, AD, Embiid, Dame, Kawhi, Luka. We didn't even say AD before. I, I and that's I what sure. that's oh, what 11. that's, that's 11. eleven. Those are the eleven best players in the NBA. We just oh. named. did you mention Jason Tatum? Now it's getting to Jason. Trey Young, mm-hmm. 13. thirteen. Paul George, fourteen. Jimmy Butler, fifteen. Kyrie, sixteen. Donovan, seventeen. Devin Booker, eighteen. Now it's getting Zion Williamson, nineteen. That's a debatable. Game. Gobert, twenty. Chris Paul, twenty one. And let's West, wait. Gobert, uh, we're so taking twenty one. I gave you okay. twenty one because okay, I'm not giving Zion taking, right now. Right. We're taking Gobert because he impacts winning more than Bradley. Of course, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Facts, 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 facts. And I, taking, gave, I gave you guys Gobert. Okay, so we're I, 20, I are we that. taking Cat? I can't. Not right now, bro. What has Cat done? What has Bradley? Did you mention He's Jimmy a scoring champion? He's a scoring champ. He got a scoring title. That's valid, bro. If if you if you're arguing guys that both kind of don't win, you got to look at personal accolades like you said. Chris Middleton, he's an All Star multiple times. Are we saying Chris Middleton? Is Chris Middleton better than Beal? Yes, twenty-two. Yes, Zach Levine. He's saying he he doesn't hasn't done anything yet. So we'll, t- we'll, 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 we'll Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, I think is better. I think Jalen Brown. That's is better. twenty-three players. That's my opinion. I think Jalen Brown is better. I think Jalen Jalen Brown, Brown can score on you, give you thirty, and turn around and lock up. You mentioned like, Russell Westbrook. Like for yeah, real. 
I got yeah. everybody. Like, Facebook's up there. We're at 23. And it's a bunch of debatables at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Bradley was nice, though. Don't get Cat, me wrong. Yeah, SGA? Nah, that's too, too, too. No. I mean, SGA, Levine were debatables. And Levine. Zion is debatable. Don't care what you're talking about. Zion is a debatable. Yo. I, I, so I we, we're see, all so we're all in agreement that Bradley Beal is a top twenty five player, but he's not he's not a top twenty player. Yeah. Wait. So wait. It's funny because we're debating Zach and SGA. Is he even top five in his position? No. Bradley Beal is not a top five shooting guard. <laughs> no, that's not even disrespectful. Wait. Hold on. Who are we putting as shooting guards? James Harden a shooting guard or is he a point guard? I thought we established he's a one. Okay. He's a so, one, so he's not a shooting guard. So you got Book, Mitch, Kyrie. Kyrie's a two. If Harden is a one, Kyrie's a two. In this, in this so hypothetical, either way, they're both better. Right, so, so, so somebody from Brooklyn is better. Yeah, okay. and then Zach with SGA were debatable for. No, but Chris Middleton is a three. He's a three. Okay, Jalen yeah. Brown's a two though. Oh yeah, Jalen Brown. So what? D. Book Mitchell, like Jalen Brown. Brown, SGA, Zach Levine. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Is, is he's debatably not even? Bradley Bill's there. Or Kyrie and Harden, whatever. You Are we say. forgetting a shooting guard right now? I don't think R.J. Barrett. No, come on. Anyway. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> go on. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. So let's list the top shooting guards in the NBA. So top five shooting guards. We can all agree Donovan Mitchell is number one. No. Cannot. Deep Will Book not. is one? Deep Kyrie book is, is one. Deep Book is the... Okay. Kyrie is one. Kyrie. Then Donovan Mitchell. Then Devin Booker. Well, those, they're interchangeable, Bro. but fine. Then, either way... Devin it, Booker is stop. better than Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I know. Okay, as long as you know, no, I'm no, being I, very I know, sarcastic. I know you're being very sarcastic, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I just I'm going over yeah. what you just said. As long as well, you that's know. three right off the bat. Yeah. So it's whether or not you think Zach Levine Zach, or SGA are better than. Right. I think SGA is better. Than Bill. Bill. I'll give you Zach. I can't say SGA yet. They the same boat. They both don't win shit. <laughs> yeah, but like, bro, Bradley Shot creates, got a score chip. He has a score chip. SGA is so young. But he's a he even created ninety percent of his buckets, and they all clean. Wasn't Bradley Bill on the FIBA team? So was Zach. Right. That's why I, I put Zach up there. So was freaking Drew Holiday. What's your point? Drew Holiday's like that, though. <laughs> Is Drew better than Bradley Bill? Yo. <laughs> if he, we're talking about impact and winning, he's yeah. better than Bradley Beal. If we're talking about impact on the game, yeah. Bradley ain't it, man. I fuck with Bradley Bill, bro. Now he's a good player. I like him. To I, I actually like I enjoy watching Bradley Bill. Yeah, I do too. Because I think he brings it every night. Like he actually plays hard. Like he wants to like Win. That's what it looks like, you know. But the decision Does to stay it? in Washington is like, do you want to win? It's it's almost like a mellow situation. Remember how when Melo stayed with the Knicks, everybody like, sure oh, came to Chicago. Do you want to win? Didn't oh, you say win. you want to win. Does it look like you want to win? No, you took. You also, money. you guys also failed him. How did we fail him? Nah, yeah, we didn't build around. We him put correctly. nothing around him. Like he said, he'll stay. Bro, Tyson Chandler came off of a defensive player of the year, and we got him in New York. <laughs> That's a no, fact. He won DP went on with y'all. Yeah, he did. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. And look what we did for him. <laughs> Tell me, look, look what, yo, we did everything for you, Melo, Melo. If you watching this, bro, you left us, bro. Forget you, bro. You one, one of the hottest topics in the NBA right now is uh, well, players, players not wanting to get vaccinated. Uh, even though 95% of the NBA is vaccinated, the notable players that aren't are Kyrie, Wiggins, Beal, and Jonathan Isaac. And we can go back and forth on this all day, but I don't really want to get too political on this show. Right. But when we're talking about Kyrie Irving, I think he's the biggest name on this list. And if he refuses to get vaccinated and he can't play in Brooklyn at home games, could he cost the Nets a championship this season? What are your thoughts on that? Yes and no. 
Because I, I don't think he's the biggest name on that card in terms of impact. I think Wiggins is more important to his team just for the simple fact of Kyrie, you know, he's going to be needed. But Katie and Harden have, have the depth, and they are two of the top seven players on the planet. They have more than enough to still win the championship. Right. As for the Warriors, with Clay coming back, you don't know how he's going to be on the defensive end, and you need Wiggins to be that perimeter defender. So you kind of need him. You need him to be there. And even if Clay does come back at an elite level, you still need him to play that one-two defensive punch. So I think Wiggins is a little bit more important to Golden State's championship windows. Not saying Kyrie is expendable, but with Katie and Harden, let's be honest, you can really plug any third guy there, and they can still win it. You know, they're just that great. But I st- like you know Kyrie. The situation is is just weird in general because you know. It's a guideline. You know, the NBA has these rules. Not even the NBA, more of the state has these rules, and you have to follow the rules. Yeah. You know, you sign this contract. You fight for your brothers day and night. Like, everybody got it. I, I think you should get it, you know, because everybody got it. I understand, you know, you got your opinions about it, and you got your research about it. But, you know what I'm saying? You you have a job to do. Yeah. You're signed under contract. You have brothers to abide by. Like you, these guys are playing for you. You're playing for them. I think you should get it. But I don't think it impacts the championship window as much as people think. Because I think Katie and Harden, or Harden has he he's coming back with a vendetta this year. Like he's mad, he's upset, especially the way they ended. And Katie's on a different level. So I think they still have enough with that depth. I think they have enough on the court, but I disagree with you. I think it will affect them because I think Kyrie making this choice is going to put a dark cloud on that locker room because they're going to say, "Yo." Time and time again, God, like, time, like, bro, why is it always that we're coming to work, we're playing hard, we're doing what we have to do, and there's always a story about you. There's always something about you. It's you, you choose you. You never mm. choose us. Mm. So I feel like if he chooses now, like, yo, I'm not going to get a vaccine, but you got guys like Kevin Durant and James Harden, two players on your team who are both better, <laughs> willing to take it. I think that's going to put a dark cloud on the locker room. They're going to start looking at Kyrie like, we might have to bring in somebody else. Because... You're now saying, like, I I don't want to do it. I know it would benefit you guys, the guys that are going to war for you. I know it would benefit us having me, but I'm choosing no. And, yeah, this is, it's more deeper, you know, political reasons. He doesn't want to do it. Or it's know, just personal right, reasons. Right, personal yeah. reasons, whatever. But still, at the end of the day, you, you're in a business that requires you to have it. You go to another team, they're going to require you to get it. You go anywhere in the NBA, you're a, bas- you're a professional basketball player. We're in a pandemic. Right now, the requirement is to have a vaccine. That's what it is. That's what you signed up for. Real rap. That's, 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 it's cutting dry as it is. This is what you signed up for. You became an NBA player. Right now, we're in a pandemic. They're requiring you to do this. If you don't want to do that, then why are you an NBA player? That's what we're in right now. That's It's simple as that. And I feel like if he chooses okay, I'm going to go through with this, and I'm not getting this vaccine, and I'm just going to play away games. So he can't even play some away games. Because if he go play Golden State, he can't play. You don't any, think- any Cali team. Actually, need- no, I heard something different. I heard that like Kyrie Irving, he can't play in Brooklyn. But let's say Bradley Beal, who's not vaccinated, if Washington plays Brooklyn, Beal could play in that game at Brooklyn. Listen to that. I don't know, because Cali said if you're not vaccinated, you can't play. That that's probably their rule, but I, some NBA players are talking about it. Like wow. it makes no sense how Kyrie, who plays in Brooklyn, has to get vaccinated to play home games, but Beal coming from Washington doesn't have to, even if he's not vaccinated. 
That's crazy. I, I know. I only know the Cali route because you know I watch Steph, and that's four teams in that's Sacramento Clippers, Lakers, Warriors. It's sad, but Kyrie has made himself a target. It's sad. Ever since he got to Brooklyn, eh, probably a little bit before that. Maybe no, definitely before that. But Brooklyn's Brooklyn, worse. In Cleveland, it started in Cleveland. Yeah, he made Brooklyn. he made himself a target. The minute the minute he said, "I don't want to play with LeBron James," a target went on his back mm. instantly. Even though he was still a talent, you know, he can go kill somewhere else, you know. But the minute he said, "Yeah, I don't want to play with this guy. I think I'm better. This guy. I think I'm di-, right." When he started saying all of that talk, that nonsense that he was saying while he was in Cleveland, they're boom. Do you think he's, he's deserved back. that target? I think he put himself there, yeah. I think everything that he said leading up to his departure in Cleveland has put a righteous target on his back. Yes, I think he's put it there himself. I don't think the media is making up stories or trying to build false narratives. I think they're literally playing the hand that Kyrie is dealing. That's that's how I feel about the Kyrie situation. And if he chooses not to get vaccinated, he's choosing himself over team. And I know sometimes it's better, you know, for some guys look at it, oh, Choose yourself, you know, choose your health, choose your, your conscience over, you know, your job and your obligation. So that's on you, whatever you want to do. Quit your but job. Quit your job then. Let these guys not think that they have you when they don't. If that's, if that's what it is, don't, don't give them, don't sell false hope. And, and Kyrie has no trade value because he's, right. it's, it's came out and by his team that if he gets traded, he's going to retire. Oh, yeah, so he's, so he's done with the NBA. But he has the luxury to retire and not feel it. You know, I know. There, I think there's healthcare workers right now. They're mandated to get the vaccine if they don't, they get fired. Yeah. Right. Well, they definitely need it. Like, yeah. So that's I understand. I mean, I'm okay with like even if Kyrie doesn't show up, I think they have enough because Patty Mills is a starting point guard in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, definitely. Like Patty Mills, he's always been a role Cam player. Thomas, bro. Yeah, but Cam if, Thomas if, is a good guy. If, I like to. If I'm Patty, like to see Patty Mills with Harden, KD, Millsap, and Aldridge, and they can still that win it. Then off scary. the bench, Blake Griffin. Joe Harris, Claxton, Bruce Brown, Javon. I like Javon Carter a lot. Kyrie just made it unfair. Yeah, Kyrie literally makes makes that team unfair. It just they have more. That's true. Harden. Even if you take out Harden, you keep Kyrie. It makes it unfair. Yeah, still have. I don't know. I I think Harden is more unfair. I think. I think it's still more unfair. But I think if you plug out Harden and you still have Katie and Kyrie in that depth, it's still a championship team. But you put in Harden, unfair. I don't think so. Crazy. I don't think just Kyrie and Katie is a championship. Especially when you got the Lakers out there right now, looking how they do. What the Lakers got to do with them going to the championship? No, a championship team is a team that wins a championship. Not Mar- necessarily. Championship team is a team that just gets oh, a like championship. Oh, like a contender? Yeah. Like they, they can, oh, okay. they, they yeah, can they beat can. the Bucs without yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, either way you put it, those are two all-NBA players. Those are two, two of the best scorers. And the Bucs lost PG's hugger. That's huge. Yeah. Even though he was still getting fried, but he was getting cooked. <laughs> Deep sea fried. Tucker. It's KD, man. Katie's just on a different level. No, but I think the, the Nets not have enough LeBron. to the Nets have enough to float above water. You know, whether or not the Kyrie <laughs> dilemma, you know, is is warranted, I'm not sure. You know, I think there have been some stories where the media is right about reporting on what they report on in terms of Kyrie. I do think sometimes he gets unfairly reported on because of the target that's been placed on his back. I think Kyrie's one of the more hated players in the NBA right now. So whenever a headline comes up of Kyrie does this or says that, it's going to get clicks. negative thoughts automatically. As soon as you see Kyrie Irving's name, it's you think negative. It's automatically a dark cloud on him. He put it there, though. Can he be mad at, at people for doing it? No, he's, he's put himself in this position, and he's putting himself there again if he chooses to not get vaccinated. Simple. I don't have a problem with him saying, I'm going to just retire. Just I don't want him to have one foot in and one foot out. Right. I want him to just be wherever he stands, stand And that's it. the problem, because yeah. right now he's selling false hope, because it's like, 
he's saying he doesn't want the vaccine, but he hasn't retired. So if you don't want the vaccine, that means like you know you can't. Play. He's at practice right now. Like he's in training camp. So it's like, bro, yeah. like make up your mind. What do you right. like? Like it's, that's it's the it's the inconsistencies. Right. Like, we but don't he also do that. said re- reporters asked him about it, and he said that I want to keep this personal. So maybe he's getting vaccinated, but he's not telling anybody. You know. But then again, we are in a public. And you're a celebrity. We are in a, a pandemic that is public, so not making your vaccination. We're gonna know known. eventually, right? Because yeah. they're gonna say the team is 100 percent vaccinated. Yeah, because so he has to more, report it one way. Yeah, or the other. so it's yeah. like you're just doing at this point. You're just trying to be a diva, right? And that's what I'm saying. He's like, bro. That's why I believe like his teammates are really looking at him right now, and it's like, bro, all of the choices that you're making, you don't realize they come back to you. Like these choices that you're making are not beneficial to anybody. But you, like, if you seriously want to win a championship, why are you making choices that only benefit you? On or off the court? What is that doing for the team? How are we moving towards a title? Like, they have the talent, but they didn't get out of the second round last year. They were hurt. Okay, but I'm saying, like, Still you should be looking, right, you should be looking at it like, bro. We got a vendetta. Right. Like That's something to prove. I got, I got, I'm, let me go, let me be the first one to go get my vaccine because we're about to go win a championship. Kyrie just had a 50 40 90 season. Nobody cared at all. Like nobody talked about it. Nobody cared. A 50 40 90. Think about that. 25 plus points per game. Like nobody cared. He's <laughs> like, you should be in that gym laughing. Harden in there. He working. KD in there working. Right. You know what I'm saying? You see the boys, but Kyrie, you over there. That's personal. Like, Bro, we're gonna know. Like, right, right. Just, yeah. we'll we'll see how this Brooklyn situation plays out. But to move on to the last topic of the show, we're gonna talk about some hot takes that Keith has. Oh man, he, he has a lot over the years. Sometimes oh, he's right, sometimes he's wrong. But you sometimes know, he's right. The hot take. <laughs> the hot take. So first, you know, one of your uh, known hot takes is Hold that on. we have a personal segment for Keith, and this is his first day. My first day. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, like you, you believe that Devin Booker is better than Luka Doncic? I need you to say everything you told me in that party. Okay. For the people at home that just heard that and said, what the fuck? Let me explain <laughs> something to you right now. Luka Doncic is the more talented player. Duh. That's something that if you watch basketball and you tell me Devin Booker has more talent, you don't know basketball. We know this. Who is more impactful? Well, Luca, you know, he puts up triple doubles and, you know, he's averaging almost 30 a game. And what does it lead to? Devin Booker has the ability to do anything you ask him to on the basketball court. But Luca does not. I cannot say Luca. Go guard who? Who is he going to guard? <laughs> like who? What NBA player is he about to who guard? Who is D Book going to guard? Who is D Book going to guard? He was one of the worst rated <laughs> defensive players in the league last year. Bro. Are you telling me that Luca is a better defender than Devin Booker? Yeah, they are very similar. Off You're the telling ball, me Luca's a better defender than Devin off Booker? Off the ball, Luca's better than him. Yeah, bro, on the ball, they're, who are you taking to go guard? They're both poor. I'd just pick a cone and just whatever. Like, just pick your poison. But what can D Book do more? Luca's a better passer. We talk about the Devin playoffs, Booker. right? Luca, Luca can Luca can score the ball. He can rebound better. He can pass better. But he needs the ball. Now you have, act, you have he to needs, hear the whole thing. He like, needs hear the whole thing. He needs the ball. Mm. LeBron needs the ball. No, he doesn't. <laughs> when has he ever played off the ball? Miami. He did. He's right. He did. That's fair. He okay, so what I'm trying to tell you is that the better players to me, at least, are the guys that can literally do anything. We've seen Devin Booker with the ball in his hands. It amounted to the same thing Luke is doing, going home. It doesn't matter when it is. It doesn't matter <laughs> when it starts. He's going home. 
So we've seen these guys both have the ball in their hands. Yeah, Luka's putting up more numbers. But Devin Booker's axe, that's not his position. Devin Booker has never been the primary ball handler. Yo, create this for us. And when he did, he averaged career highs in assists, career highs in boards, career highs in points. He, he did it all for Phoenix. And you guys used to tell me, oh, you know that none of that's going to matter because he he's not playing winning basketball. Don't say I, we. I didn't do Okay, and I used to tell you guys that he's going to impact the winning team more than most of your favorite players because he's not putting up empty numbers. He's putting up numbers that change the impact of the game. Most of whose favorite players? <laughs> who, who could you? Who bro, could you Zach Levine is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. Let's get back to the book, bro. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We just saw him in his first playoffs. He just put up over 600 points in his playoffs. Do you know who that's more than? Who? LeBron James. Michael Jordan. What? What the? What? Will You're a Chamberlain. Liar. What, bro? In his first play, search oh, it up oh, right now. His first, you mean his first? In his okay, first okay, playoffs okay. ever. Okay, pardon me. You, you no, know, he's right. He's right. Oh, MJ Michael Jordan first. Oh, he yeah, left in the first. Say, yeah, he played Thanks. a three-game series. Okay, at twenty year, twenty-one years old. Why did he play a three-game series? It was a best of three. Okay, why <laughs> did he? Why did? Why didn't he advance? It was the legendary Celtics, bro. Okay, who was beating we, them? Okay, we just literally saw Devin Booker send LeBron James home for the oh. first time. And, we just we literally just watched LeBron go home for bro, the first time Michael in his Jordan career. Was an seed, bro. What you want? He had sixty. Bro, Devin Booker. As soon as we, what right. did I say? As soon as we saw Phoenix and the Lakers, what did everybody say? Playoff mode. LeBron James is about to activate right now against Phoenix. <laughs> That's your they guy. They go at home. You know, Phoenix has no shot, no chance. And what exactly happened? Hmm. Game one was it? Game one or game two? I saw a forty point triple double from Devin Booker. Was it game one? Might have been game one or game two. One I think of those. it was his game one. Uh, he, he played great, but also their playoff run was yeah, get they face injured teams all the time. Except the Bucs. Was, was they beating the Clippers with Kawhi? That didn't lie. <laughs> I think they had a great shot of beating the Clippers with Kawhi. Uh, they struggled with PG. Were they, beating the Laker, were they beating the Lakers healthy? Bro, PG is poop, bro. Like, he's garbage. Like, you got to stop. Yo, really, you know what's crazy? You got to really wait, can stop I say bringing can up I just, PG because he's not like no, wait, can I just what say you see him as. You know how you said. He's a good, the wait, reason no, wait, why I call I say, him poop. No, no, no. The reason why I just called him poop is because you see him as like the face, like of being like a face of some somewhere out there in the world. Devin Somebody's Booker is team. the face of Phoenix. That's not really like whoop-de-loop. Like, that's... He got to the finals in his first playoffs. Paul George has never even smelled it. Uh, he smelled it before. Multiple, made the WCF. Yeah. Made the ECF it. multiple times. Stop, don't do that to Smelled the finals? Yeah, that's tough, man. Tough environment. He played LeBron. What the hell do you want him to do? He so did Booker. He played LeBron Miami. Okay, <laughs> okay. He played LeBron. He played LeBron. Uh, yeah, he played LeBron. Don't so get off track. Booker. Talk about Devin Booker and Luca. Okay, this is what I'm saying. For me, I'm gonna always take the person that can impact the game more. I feel like Luca does more with the ball in his hands than Devin Booker. But Devin Booker can impact the game more because he can score from different facets without having the ball in his hands. He's not slowing the ball. It's not a black hole. If Luka finds nothing, now he gives a shot creator eight seconds, a Trey Burke or Tim Hardaway Jr. to create his he own shot. Trey Burke. <laughs> I'm saying, like, this is, this is real rap. And Devin Booker is a guy where he can watch somebody dribble for 20 seconds, get the ball in four and create his own. And that's more important to me. And that's, that's, that's a more winning player. When you can play off of whoever it is and have trust in guys, I'm taking that guy. So do you think Devin Booker is more impactful than James Harden? No. But James Harden... But James Harden can play off ball, and we've seen it. Oh, yeah, I know. So that that's my point. He's he's doing he, what he's He kind of has a Luka guys, role. Guys, that's, no. But in, see, Luka isn't being asked to play off the ball because he cannot. He's never done it in his no, career, No, it's because there's no... 
He's There's never, nobody he's never done it in his career. Well, he Name me a person in Dallas that can handle the ball and take that Trey responsibility. Bird. Trey Burke. He's going to start. Trey Brick. Trey Burke. You just called him Trey Brick. Trey <laughs> You just called him that. Like, Trey Burke. Trey Burke. Trey Burke tell Trey taking Burke a load. Be, tell, Trey, tell him to be a point guard. He don't even play. What other, point guard, what other point guards? Jalen Brunson. I don't know. Jalen Brunson is Jalen. Jalen Brunson is really good, but he's a cone on defense. Luca's twenty one years old, bro. He is twenty one, but Give he's been time. playing professional basketball for what six years. But he wasn't a primary ball handler over there in the Euro leagues. Who was? How was he winning MVP as not the primary ball handler? He wasn't always the primary, but he was when he won the MVP. Okay, season, maybe but when, when he was, was coming 15, up, he wasn't he was the primary 15, ball handler. Maybe when he was fifteen. Hey, bro, listen, he's been in that shit for a minute, like. He he's been that guy. Like he's been that guy. That's he's why he's better being... than Book, though. No, it's yeah. not. Booker, I mean, you talk. Booker, you talk. But Luka okay, Doncic. Hold wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. If oh if you put Luka bro. and replace him with D Book, Phoenix wins the finals, bro. I'm gonna be honest. They win the championship. They beat Milwaukee. They have no answer for Giannis. Still. Pick a side. Nobody has an answer for you, Luka. Pick a side, fans. Please comment under this video and tell him he just lost Tell him that he just lost. Giannis still goes in that crazy tear. Devin Booker on Dallas does the same thing Luka's doing. No, they don't. He's take, not putting up the numbers. They but they're going the to Clip, the playoffs. They don't take the Clippers to seven. They get swept, bro. That Dallas roster, that Dallas roster is not as good as Phoenix's roster okay. last season. Okay, whoa. Not not the CP3 one. But I'm talking about the year prior, when they went nine and zero in the bubble. They know and who was on that the eight eight on the bubble? Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio was huge on in that season. Ricky Rubio. Rubio. Yo, Ricky Rubio cousin. Yo. No way. Rubio, Aiden, Mikel, Cam Johnson. Bro, aside from Tim Hardaway Jr. They had Jr., everybody outside. Dallas was ass. Aside from Tim Hardaway Jr. And he was a spot-up shooter that just KP. caught fire. KP was trash. In the playoffs, he was. Yeah, yeah. in the play- he was trash. Dorian Finney-Smith, he was solid, but he was hitting at a ridiculous rate. Aiden, Aiden had bad games in the playoffs. Wait, D-Book, D-Book is taking Maxi Kleba and Finney-Smith to the playoffs? He's getting swept. Maxi, whoa, hold on. Maxi Kleber is dead uh, better. He's going to go Maxi Kleber. Yo, he's, he's way better than what y'all give him credit for, though. We're about to see him. He's better than Cam scrub. Johnson? Yes. I'm taking Maxi <laughs> Kleber over Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson is he a totally different player. He's a totally different player. He's a totally different player. Is he better than Jay Crowder? Though? I'm taking Jay Crowder, but I'm saying those are totally different players. I want Maxi Kleber over Cam. What? Cam Why? Johnson? What, bro? He Cam. can hit the shots. He Cam can. Cam. Cam is a better shooter than He's a better okay, defender. Okay, too. okay, okay. Who? Cam is a better defender. Than who? Than Maxi Kleber. Because he guards the perimeter? No, because he can guard one through four. Bro. It's even for me. Kleber's a good defender. I'm not Bro. saying he's not, but I think Cam is a better defender. Bro. He's I mean, quick on his, he's quick on his They're feet, the same too. type of player. Kleber's a big. You understand? So Kleber's Cam not ever guarding position, the, though. Kleber's not ever guarding on the wing. That's like, a lie. He was Kawhi. guarding Kawhi. And Kawhi was yeah. killing him. Like killing him. Bro. Like killing him. Like killing him. Kawhi he was a primary everything. defender on but, Kawhi. Like oh, it was bad. Who, who, else, who else? Bro, Luke is not. Dorian Finney-Smith. Luke is not. Dorian Finney-Smith. Why was he in Garden? They put Maxi. I don't know why they did that. Trust me. I don't know why. Dorian Finney-Smith. I go lie, bro. Hardaway Jr., Kleba, Finney-Smith, and no KP. Point guard. Yeah. That sounds awful. Even when Phoenix had no point guard, he was still killing. They were losing, though. Yeah, but Luka's been killing for, for three years now and been in the playoffs two straight All right, years. All so right, tell me this. Tell me this. I know the I mean, I don't think this is close. It's I know not the, close. I know that, look, I know the Mavericks on paper, right, don't have a better roster than the Suns. Not right? even close. How are they always high in offensive efficiency? Because of Luka, don't Because Luka. Just because of one player. Yeah, so nothing. So look, 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 look. And the what? The shooters around them. Well, this past season, so, they so, weren't that high in offensive efficiency. But he creates for them. Mm-hmm. So, who's knocking down the shots? Obviously, the players, but who's, who's creating so, for them? Okay, but who's knocking down the shots? Players. Okay, so do they not account for that? 
They do, but Devin Booker is right. creating for them. So you're telling me if you get a player that's six eight, six seven, right? You space out the floor for him, you give him the ball. He's already he has a passing background. He comes from overseas. Any player, you can't name me one player overseas that wasn't a good passer. That's Mario that's, Hazonia. It's about relevant people. <laughs> like, bro, he just said the most irrelevant person. Like he said, "Oh, anybody." Was, but, 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 you, but you get what I'm saying, though, man. Like yeah, most yeah. of these guys that come from overseas, they have the fundamentals of the game. Mm-hmm. Luca's already blessed with the fundamentals. He knows how to pass the ball. He knows how to pick his spots up. But he's blessed so, beyond belief, though. He's not like talent perspective. He's not close to a lot. Of, like, he's the most talented to come from there, right? And I agree. And I'm not saying that he and skill. I'm, I'm not and skill. I'm not. I'm not saying that he. Whoa. I'm not saying that. He's more skilled or more talented. I mean, he's not more skilled or more talented than Devin Booker. What I'm saying is Devin Booker is going to affect the game more because he can do more outside of just creating and ball handling and scoring himself. He can do more. He can play off of other players. Do you understand how easy that is to build around a player that can play off of other people regardless of who you bring in? It's easier to build around a player Luka, that can do what Luka, Luka can do. Luka needs everything right around him. He needs everything right. So did Z-Booker. I'm going to be honest no, he with does you. does not. Because, bro, when Devin Booker was playing in Phoenix, he was still battling. They like, didn't they weren't, win. There's no... Bro, there's no but they there's, were battles, He dropped bro. 70 bro, to 20 bro, points. You can, go, you can search this up right now. Deadass, you can search this up right now. When Devin Booker was losing in Phoenix, they had the closest margin of losses in the league for the past three years. And that's a fact. You know, what else, a, you know what else is so a fact? So every game that they were playing... They were in close margin of winning. And Luka wins those games, though. You know what else he is wins a fact? those games. Luka has pieces around him that makes offensive offense Wait, that so much you, easier. If you, if you put Luka with that Suns team that went 8-0 in the bubble with Luka, Mikel, Cam Johnson, Aiton, and They Rubio, don't make the finals. No, of course. With Chris Paul, they do. If we're talking about everybody, they the same injuries happen. Who's better, Luka or Chris Paul? What the Luka, what Luka's the, better. Okay, so... Why would you say that with Luca they wouldn't make the finals? Because Wait, he doesn't missing, impact the no. game. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, y'all. you're misinterpreting you're, what yo, I'm saying. No, I'm you're, not. No, yes, you are. Because I'm talking about, about the, the 19-20 Phoenix team that didn't make the playoffs. That right. was a 10 That went 8-0 and in the bubble. Chris Paul wasn't on that team. Okay. They make well, the playoffs if Luca's there. And you switch out him and D-Book, they make the playoffs with Luca. Okay. Are they making the finals? Well, no, but okay, they weren't making so, the playoffs with, so, with but D-Book. But that same team, Chris Paul took them to the finals but with Devin D-Book. Booker didn't make the no, playoffs. No, it wasn't the same team. Jay Crowder and Chris Paul went there. Chris Paul was a huge addition and to Cameron that team. And Cameron Payne jumped. So and Chris, why, and to every every so, advanced analytic shows question, Chris Paul impacted but, the game more than D-Book. But, every okay, advanced but this analytic. is my question. This is my question. If Luka is better, right, he's more talented, why would you want somebody else? Why? Because they impact the game more. That's what I'm no. trying to explain this to you. Is, this is Just a because a guy your, can put up 30 with your a argument, up, your argument that doesn't is, make him better. Your argument is flawed because, listen, when we're talking about the 1920 Suns team, they didn't make the playoffs. You swap out Luka and D-Book, sure, they don't make the finals, but they make the playoffs. They, they would still be a better no, team I'm talking with about Luka, Luka and CP3. Okay, this past season, you switch out D-Book and Luka Luca CP3 with that team with Mikel, Crowder, and Aiton, they still beat the Clippers. Luca took the Clippers. They don't to go s- to the finals. They don't go to they the finals. They had to beat the Clippers Bro, to make the finals. Switch, if you switch Devin Booker and Luca Doncic. Wait, so hold up, hold up. You're, telling me, you're okay. telling me a backcourt okay. with both guards that need the ball works okay. in the NBA? Does that work? It happened with Harden. Does it Harden work? It can work, yeah. Chris Paul and Luca can make when it have work. We, when have we seen it work? Luca and Chris Paul can make it work. When have we seen it work? They, do they not beat Denver with Luka and CP3? When have we no, seen No, I'm just asking cuz we're just court that both we're going to go through we're going to go through the teams need they the play. Ball, 
work. We're going to go through the teams they played. So AD gets injured for the Lakers. Let's account for all the injuries that still happen. If AD's not there with the Lakers, LeBron beats Luka, CP3, and that Suns team? Can we be fair? Be fair about what? This is the when, fact. When, when the Suns and the Lakers, 2-7 and seven seed, first matched up, hurt AD, hurt Braun, anything. I heard everybody saying that the Suns were going home. It was up 2-1 until AD went down. Right or wrong? But they was up 2-1 before AD got hurt. AD got hurt. AD went down. It was up okay. 2-1. But what I'm saying is, you guys counted out the Suns off rip. I had Lakers and six. Yep. I counted out the Suns because AD was healthy. Okay. So they were underdogs going into the season. Is that fair? A thousand percent. They were underdogs yes. going into that series. But why right? did they win the series? Who went because crazy? AD got hurt. Who went crazy in that series? No, Booker was going to go crazy regardless. Okay. So he turned up, right, as the underdog, right, and sent a guy who's never been home. This is this is just the facts. I know With there's AD underlying. Out. I know there's underlying facts in between. Context. Let's let's. Okay, I'm going to add the context. Devin Booker turned up in the first round, sent home a person who's never been home in the yep. first round ever in his life. Yep. Okay. A better question. His who, second who best guarding, player. Who was on. guarding D Book? His second best player was hurt. Right. Yeah. We've seen LeBron carry way worse teams on his back. Younger. We've seen LeBron carry way worse teams. Younger. Younger LeBron. We've seen LeBron carry way worse teams. I guess. I know what you're saying. Okay. So, let me just ask so you. Who my, was who was guarding D-Book? KCP? That was his primary defender. Wasn't it Caruso? It doesn't really matter. KCP, one, Caruso. Was. Who was it? So, D, was D-Book's performance against the Lakers more impressive than what Luka did against the Clippers? When yeah, P, yeah, with yeah, PG yeah. and Kawhi guarding Luka. It wasn't, it wasn't KCP. It wasn't... Caruso, it was Kawhi PG and Pat Bev guarding Luca. And Luca Pat Bev held D book to low efficiency. And Donovan. Luca was cooking Pat Bev. It wasn't even sat him down. So Liv, I, Riv, I want to ask did. you. Let's go through the Suns playoff uh playoff run. So do the Suns beat the, the Nuggets with Luca and not Book? They swept them with Book. So yeah, was, yeah, was okay. Do they beat the Clippers, a team Luka took to seven by himself? I think with that Phoenix team, they beat the Clippers. The Suns, they they barely got away from the Clippers with no Kawhi. It, it took a DeAndre Ayton tipping to make it go to six. If it wasn't for the that, they'd go seven. I'm entertaining yeah. this if game is because it has to do with Book and Luka. That's the only reason. But this is what I'm saying. with If you switch out Devin Booker and Luka Doncic, right? Devin Booker isn't the playmaker that Luka is. So obviously the Dallas Mavericks take a drop off. But what I'm saying is the Phoenix Suns do not improve. He's not an off-ball scorer. He's not a player that can play without the ball. So that changes. System is what you're saying. No. That, no. Being that player, you can't play anywhere. You can't do anything. You can't do everything. So you have to have the ball in order to be great. That limits you as a player. Mm-hmm. If you can have the ball be great, play without the ball be great, you're going to do more than a player that needs the ball. It's also not fair to say that Luka couldn't adjust, though. Because I think a great player like him could adjust. Especially having Chris Paul there, we just haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah, I I we feel seen I feel more confident in I, saying Luca adjusts to the Suns and what they do than D Book leading that Mavs team to the playoffs. I don't know if I if I can confidently I say Luca adjusts better than Devin Booker right. though, because his game fits more for Chris Paul's style of play. But even then, I think Chris Paul can take that backseat and play off the ball. But I also more. believe that you can plug in. But any that's not going to work. We've seen Chris Paul take backseats. It does not work. We bro, Chris he Paul took a backseat to Harden. They made the WCF and almost beat Golden State. He got hurt. I know. Yeah. Right. I know that. But I what think, I'm saying is that team was built for Harden to kill. Like, it wasn't like, 
oh yeah, I back like he knew off rip going to Houston, like that's Harden's team. I'm literally just coming here to like for me, he knew there wasn't any chance. But Lucas still that has the shooters when, around him in, in when, Phoenix. When he was in Phoenix, it was more like pity pat. Like Devin Booker's gonna take his turn, Chris Paul's gonna take his turn. It wasn't really like that in Houston. It was more like hard and kill, hard and kill. You're tired, or I have to get one. It wasn't like we're gonna kill together. And that's why I'm saying Devin Booker, he's gonna be a better player than Luca to me in terms of winning, like impacting games because he's, more he's bro, he's gonna be able to pick his spots without the ball, free like like score 30 without saying, yo, give me the ball. Like a player like that is is better to me. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, you guys like the numbers, you you like the flash, you know, the person getting to wherever they want with the ball. So that's you. Me, if a guy could give you 36 and 6, only took a couple shots, that to me, that's the better player. And he could turn around and bro, I don't care what y'all say. His defense gets overshadowed by his offense, bro. Y'all tell me he doesn't guard. Y'all tell me he gets fried. No, we didn't he say does. he doesn't guard. He, he will tries. guard. He, he will guard the other defender. Like who, but who cooks him, though? Like, you're talking about guys like who? Who cook? Like, give me give me somebody right now. Well, that we a, could, a, a we great defender is measured down. by their ability can, to stop those type of players. But who, 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 can, who can we say besides Kawhi, right, that fried him? Reggie Jackson. Poor George. All right, so these are guys that are all on the same team. Right, pretty much. And these are guys that take they, turns. They, they, they these found are guys. Him. These are guys that take turns, right, and find that guy, right. They, they so they're constantly going at him, right. He was looking for Booker. Okay, the game plan is literally to go at Book. That's the weakest defender in that lineup. If you have CP, right, you have McCall, you have Jay, you have Aiton on the perimeter. That is the weakest defender, Devin Booker. They're gonna go at him every single time because they don't want to go at McCall, Jay, or CP. So what does Book do? Okay, I'm gonna guard this guy. He doesn't sit there and get fucking fried like he's just letting people go to the rim. No. What he's doing, he's sitting there, he's playing defense, but he's turning around and giving them work right back. That's the that's the whole thing. But he's like, not effective. It's a, it's about, you know, being a good defender is about being effective. He's not effective at that. So he makes nobody work. Maybe we watch two different Devin Bookers because I watch him make guys work. So I'm not sure. He can I, make guys to me, work, to me, but at the end of the day, if you a, get a bucket, being a good you defender, get a bucket. If you can slow down, if, if, if James Harden can score in seven seconds and you make him work for 15 that's a that's a less possession you just took away from James Harden. That's how I look at defense. I don't know how you guys look at defense. I look at it as okay, you're a good scorer. You can score fast. If I make you take up a whole shot clock or or damn near a whole shot clock to get off your shot, that's great defense on that guy. Debo doesn't do that though. There may be possessions where he does it. Uh, there's doesn't. been, but that's the thing. He does it when it matters. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen Luca do it at all, like at all, I at don't all. Know. I don't know. I guess we we're for the, seeing for the majority of the finals. For the majority of the finals, I saw Booker guarding Drew right let's, or wrong. Let's see him do it again, Devin Booker. Let's see him do I mean, it again. Because you're basically basing off D Book being better off of his off the ball ability and the fact that Phoenix which made off the ball is and great. the fact that he impacts winning. But in just because your finals, just in his first finals, he showed us. Just because okay. you're a better off the ball player doesn't make you a better overall player. But what I'm saying is, he showed us in his first spotlight, in his first opportunity to be a big time player. He showed us he's that big time. Luca has yet to make it there. He didn't get it. He didn't. Yeah, and also D Book is twenty six and Luca is twenty one. But he's been a pro for almost the same amount of time. Devin Booker has been a pro. I mean, I guess so. But at the same time, been playing it's, pro it's the 15. age gap. You know, what is Luca going to be at twenty six versus what he D-Book might have more 26. mileage? He might have more mileage compared to a Devin Booker who went to high school and college. Right, you're playing professional guys at fifteen. 
Yeah, you might I have get more it. Mileage I get your, it. But Luca, Luca was also playing professional guys because he was that good. Yeah, but I'm saying you know, D Book wasn't that good to be at that position he definitely at that was. time. He definitely was. At that, and thank 15, you, Ruben, for making that face. Oh my wait, god, 15, you, 15 years old to play overseas like what Luca did. Devin Booker could have definitely played overseas at the I'm age of sixteen. His like father was a professional. His, far, his father, his father, literally he, would fly he, him out. I'm not gonna say, bro. But this he, is, he, don't make it seem like he was. He was that. He was. Luca that, was that guy. I'm not taking nothing Luka away was that from Luca. Booker was Luka's nice. A prodigy, yeah, like Luca was. Booker was nice in high school. Bro, Booker Luka was a prodigy. He was a prodigy. Booker was a forty ball in high school. I just like the way you just no literally Booker in high school. He just wasn't Luca. Yeah, that's what it really not many was. people are. Steph ain't Luca. Harden ain't Luca. It's not many people that are Luca, bro. Bro, Luca's more talented than Book. Like, don't get it away. He's skilled. He's more skilled than him too. I don't know. I mean, we're better, gonna better say, yo yo, better yo yo. Definitely a better boy. It, it's cool. We're gonna let the comments decide this. And you also think, you know, Taylor Horn Tucker is a punchline for many people in the NBA community because. For a lot of people, he is overrated because Lakers fans tend to overrate him. Oh, man. And you are one of those. So you're not a Lakers fan, but you're a LeBron fan. Oh, man. You think Taylor Horton Tucker is good enough to where you can build a franchise around him? Yes. Why? Who's your favorite player? Steph Curry. All right, besides him. Paul George. Anybody else? Derrick Rose, SGA, Cam Reddish, Zach Levine. Those are probably my guys. Derrick Rose went to where? What high school? Simeon. All right. The head coach of his team. Were you waiting for me to say that? Yes. The head coach <laughs> of the Simeon basketball team, right? This is an interview. You can find it online. He told... I know what he's talking about. Okay. What he say? He's the most dominant and polished player he's ever had the ability to coach. He goes to Iowa State. He's competitive. Iowa State was never really that competitive. We know that for a fact. We know that for a fact. Iowa, the, the Devils, they were never that competitive. He goes there. Oh, yeah, they're competitive. First of all, Him, Monte they Morris. The Cyclones. The Cyclones, whatever. Thinking of Arizona State. Yeah, I was thinking of Arizona State because I was thinking of Harden, too. I was just don't, about to compare. Don't ever to mess Harden, up college in front of me. This is what I'm about me. to say. Taylor Horton Tucker has that feel of the game that reminds me kind of of Harden, where he he can feel. Nah, real, real rap. Yeah. I'm not saying he's like Harden. Nah. I'm not saying he's as good as Harden. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying his feel for the game, his ability to, to go out there and kind of have a sense of, I know where this guy wants to go. I'm going to get him there. I know where this guy wants to be on defense. I'm going to bring him here. He has that ability. I watched him play. Now you might look at his numbers. Oh, what is he? Uh, thirteen, three and three. You might. Say, oh, well, what? What are you talking about? Like, bro, he's averaging less than fifteen points a game. What are you telling? Numbers don't tell the story always because he can get that thirteen in a different way than somebody else is getting that thirteen. Yeah. So that those numbers, like when people bring up numbers to me, I just like I understand. Okay, I understand, but to me, it's more eye test. Okay, Taylor Horn Tucker, when he's given the chance to run the second unit, he does a great job. His net rating is super high. His, his efficiency ratings are all super high. He has the ability to play point guard, to defend. He's long. He can poke on ball, play passing lanes. He can, he can do everything. I, I see Taylor Horn Tucker. I see him doing everything. So to me, I'm saying, okay, if he's given more responsibility and more opportunity, I think he can become that kind of guy. What but kind of guy? Elaborate. I, I think, okay, I'm not saying like, oh, yeah. He can be an all-star? Gonna, definitely. So Taylor Horn Tucker can be an all-star in your opinion? Definitely. Definitely. I wouldn't say a superstar. I think that's drag. I think that's dragging it. I think if you give him an opportunity, he could definitely be an all-star. TikTok's going to love you. Shout out TikTok. I love TikTok too. So you think in LA he can be an all-star? I don't know about LA. So you think he has to be in a new environment? I think he has to have an opportunity to be that guy. LeBron's going to retire soon. If he does and he's given the green light to be that guy, we're going to see him thrive. Probably won't last past LeBron. So it would be AD and then... THT. That's hilarious. (laughs) To you. Yeah, like, <laughs> to you, to, I mean, I mean, he's only twenty one. So look at look, bro. 
every time he's played more than I, I think we we talked about this off camera. Every time he's played more than a certain amount of minutes, he always puts up a big game. Uh, we didn't talk about it. Uh, he does average sixteen per thirty six. Every one really. I mean, I understand know, the D Rose thing, but D Rose was different when he came in high school. Like he walked out different. Like okay. And college different, he was like, different, like, like super different. You know, like, he was like one of those, like he one of those prodigies word. coming out. And, and and his high school coach said that. Yeah, I know that but wasn't even the most dominant player he's ever played with. It's crazy though because or coach. You think when, he lied? Could have lied. No, uh, he probably. What, what reason does he have to lie about that? High school. What reason does a high school coach have to lie? Because about D Rose is D Rose. THT we was, see D Rose. No. We see D Rose as D Rose. THT in high school was a grown ass man, just running people over and playing. Like he was really big. He was really strong. He's big. But you got to remember that time of high school when THT played, and then when D Rose played was different. Like the competition was extremely different. So THT looked a lot bigger and better than the competition around. But to say this that is coach though, yeah, but it's to, not. This isn't yeah, onlookers. I mean, like this is like a guy who. Who's giving plays to run? Who's, you know how many times John out, Calipari has like, said this is the worked, most talented guy I've ever seen play. He's worked and trained and 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 literally had the opportunity to coach multiple NBA players. I can't think of more off the top of my head. I think the first Jabari two, went there. Jabari definitely. So went do there. you think? Do you think Taylor Horn Tucker can reach the level of like a Chris Middleton, which is an All Star? Yeah, I think he's like I just said. I think he could be an All Star. Com- compare player. his game to a current uh, player right now that's an All Star. Mm, that's tough. Cause no, I don't. I don't see. You go like, back in the day, now, past. Like you just. So, 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 well, that's that's actually tough. Cause bro, like, he different for you. He really different. No, like he's like he has a bigger frame, right? He has a feel I, for the you game. know. What I think I'm thinking of Tyreek Evans. He's a way better shooter. That's that's. Just, I'm just thing. thinking of frame. Yeah, cause like his frame is weird. His feel, his handle is tight. You can't take it from him. Then it's like he he knows how to get to his spots and he can score. So it's like. He's not Tyreek because Tyreek, yeah, he gets his spots, but he wasn't a knockdown shooter. Like, I trust Taylor. Every time Taylor Horton Tucker shoots, I'm thinking it's going in. 29% from three. This year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's never shot above, like, 35% though. I'm just thinking getting to your spots, tight handles. I see Tyreek. Every Big time body. T- all right, so look. Tell me tell me the games. Tell me the percentage on the games that he's been given the green light. And he's been per, able to. Per 36. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I can't tell you the, the percentage of games that he's been given the green light. He plays with LeBron and AD. But what I can tell you is that. When LeBron was out and AD was out. Oh, it was the worst. That oh was the worst God. offense in the NBA. Worst offense I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because you get to hone in on other guys. Other guys that aren't used to having Bro, I don't even think life. they was honing in. I think they were just playing regular defense. And then the Lakers just didn't know what to do without LeBron. Well, outside of THT, there isn't a creator. Is Last he better year? than Dennis Schroeder? Who? Warren <laughs> Tucker. Uh, yo, you can't. <laughs> I say who? <laughs> yo, I, I personally don't like Dennis Schroeder, but... You know, I'll say yeah. I don't want to bring any ill-advised controversy to your show. I don't like Dennis Schroeder. I think he's garbage. I think he, first of all, him turning out 84 mil is crazy, but that's another topic for another day. But he's not good. Taylor Horn Tucker, he definitely has the ability to be that guy. I think if you give him an opportunity to run an offense, I think they will. I think he will be that guy. Okay. well, only only time will tell. We'll see. No, this know, is the same this thing I used to say about Devin Booker. And Devin Booker averaged twenty as a rookie, right? Yeah. This is the same something like that. Yeah, but Devin Booker was a starter. He came into the league starting. So yeah, THC would have averaged twenty as a starter. I, Devin Booker's my guy. You know, I know this. I don't think he started right he started away. Started right away. Right away. He Instantly. did. Earl Watson started Instantly. Him. right away. Earl Watson told. Wait, him so hold up. So hold up. THC would have averaged thirty if he was. Had I never said thirty. No twenty. As a I never even said twenty. 
I don't even think he would have scored 20. But I don't think you, I don't think saying D book was going to be nice is a hot take. He wasn't, he no, wasn't like saying, was I, wasn't, I wasn't saying, I wasn't saying, like, bro, we all knew he was going to be nice. I was telling y'all, when he gets to that stage, he's going to show y'all he's that guy. That's what, and, oh, we got, oh, you got, we got to see, you know, he's, he's playing on the losing team. But what team guy? And, he's a top 15 player right now. I think that's where everybody ranks him. Okay, top 15 player in the NBA is huge. It's incredible. Yeah, but that guy is kind of There's 32 like, teams in the NBA. Yeah, but that guy is like top 10, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to show he's that guy. Bro, a top I think we all player, thought that top book could be a top 15 player. Right or wrong, a top 15 player on any night could be a top 10, top 5 guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So, if he's in that bubble, that lets you know what kind of player he is. Yeah, that's true, but I, I don't think... We rate Luka so high because of his talent and his ability to playmake and the numbers that he puts up, right or wrong. If he wasn't putting up triple doubles and his ability to get open, would we be saying he's a he's a top five player, top seven player? Yeah, but what are you trying to get at? Get I'm at? trying to get at the fact that guys that are able to do more with the basketball are looked at higher, right? Those, those guys are looked at as, oh, they're the guy because you could just give them the ball, get out the way, they could do whatever, right? The guys that, that come to play every night and are silent warriors, they get looked over. Guys like Chris Middleton, I just, I just sat here and tried to tell me that Chris Middleton is, isn't that guy or isn't like that. When no, I we just talked about Beal. Oh, okay. Compared to Beal. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fair. We That's never fair. said he wasn't that guy. But I, I'm saying, saying D-Book could have been the man over THT being an all-star is a much uh, colder take. Like I think people thought D-Book could be nice. He could be like that. But saying THT could be an all-star is kind of like a different spectrum. How so? Because I don't think anybody thinks THC can be an all-star. Okay, but look at it like this. Devin Booker was more highly scouted. Like, he was more touted coming out of college. Like, he was on a 39-1 and team. They had a platoon system, a 5-in, five 5-out five system. They were looked at— He came off the bench, too. Exactly. They, they were looked at as, as, bro, everybody on that team, when they go to the league, is going to be demons. Like, they just went 39-0. and 0. Like, these guys are all— Bro, I'm, if I'm pretty sure that year, Kentucky had four or five lottery picks in the draft. I believe so. That was the year. What? Kevin Knox? No, not Kevin Knox. No, that was Bam. No, no. that was, uh, no, that I was, remember. Was, Tyler Ulis. That no, was Tyler no, no, no. That was Tyler Ulis. That was Tyler Ulis. Tyler Ulis was a second round pick. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he came off the bench with Book that year, but I'm trying to think who else was on that team that was four lottery picks. They had four lottery picks. I think that year. Bam was on that team, bro. Bam? No, he played with Deep Fox. No. Bam wasn't on that team. Dang, I don't remember. Willie Coley Stein? Yes, he was on that team. So that's another Which means Cat wasn't there. No. No, Cat uh, was there. It was Cat, right? Cat was there Kat. on that team. That I don't have it right now. It was Aaron Aaron Harrison. He got Kat, drafted. D Book, Andrew Harrison, Carly Stein, Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles. Ulysses, Dakari Johnson, Alex Pothris. He got Boy, picked. Yeah. He got drafted. He did get drafted. And that's uh, that's all like all so the they had players. three lottery picks and then just like six four. guys. They had four. Trey Lyles. He was a lottery pick. To the Trey Lyles, Cat, and Booker. Who's the fourth? Uh... Aaron was in the lottery. Cat, he was in the second. Wait, you said Cat, Book, Book Lyles. That was it. The rest was in the, just in the first. No, we just first. said it. We literally just said it. Yeah, Trey Lyles got drafted to 12th overall. I'm saying who yeah. else was it on the team? It was Cat, Lyles, and D-Book. Those yeah. were the only lottery. And then it was just now. everybody was just picked in the first I think or the Andrew, second. Andrew and Aaron Harrison didn't go anywhere. Nah, Aaron, Aaron got drafted to Charlotte. No, and they got drafted, Andrew, but I'm talking about like their careers. Oh, no, yeah. They were whack, though. Devin Booker is more impactful, man. Respect on his name. So now on to the last like portion that, of our show. We have two more TikTok questions. So people ask us questions on TikTok and we answer it. We do about two, three a show. We're going to do two like sailor. right here. <laughs> so first question, this is also a quick answer, so nothing long. Will Paul George have an MVP type season? Yeah. I think 
Yeah, I think the situation is set for him to have an MVP-like season. He needs to have an MVP-like season for them to be a top-five seed. He has the tools placed against him. You know, he got his best friend Reggie Jackson back. The city believes in him. His teammates believe in him. His coach believes in him. So he's in store for an MVP-like season. It's just if he doesn't choke like he did two years ago. I think he has to ask himself, does he have something to prove? If Paul George feels like he has something to prove, he'll have that type of year. If he feels like he can go in, play like a regular, he's going to have another year where he just comes, plays some games, and doesn't show up other games. He has to ask himself, what am I proving? With Kawhi gone, Paul George, I think he's going to have a great season. He's coming off the most efficient season of his entire career this past season. And in the playoffs, he averaged 27, 10, and 5 and led the Clippers to their first Western Conference Finals in team history. So I think coming off that momentum, he's probably going to have a fantastic season next season. And the Clippers have a lot of depth, too. It's not like they don't have depth. You know, even with Kawhi gone, you had Reggie Jackson, Ibaka, Terrence Mann, Kennard, Morris, Batum. They have a lot of good players. Now the second question. Are the Celtics serious are the are the Boston Celtics serious contenders? And if not, what are they missing? They should be. But it's you know, it's tough. I don't believe in Marcus Smart at the one. I like JB and I like JT, but I feel like they're gonna have to do a lot of that carrying. Based off Dennis Schroeder's season last year, I don't expect much. Robert Williams, he's hurt a lot, but we're still waiting for him to take that leap. I expect them to be a top five, top six team in the East, but I don't expect them to be better than Milwaukee. I think my, I will put Miami over them and, of course, the Nets. I even, I even might put Atlanta over them, to be honest. I, I think Boston can be serious contenders, but they are missing a piece. They're missing a killer at the point guard. They need somebody who can constantly create for themselves and create for others as well. That's what they're missing. If you don't have that in the East, it's going to be hard to make it out of teams past the Nets or the Bucks. The reason why I don't think they're a real threat in the East is because you still have Brooklyn there. You still have Milwaukee there. And you have to be as good as those teams to be a legit threat. And they have holes on the roster. They don't have a true point guard. Marcus Smart is going to try it out for the first time in his Celtic career. And they still lack size. Having a true center has been their problem for years now. And they try to patch up the hole with Al Horford again, but he's just older. He still doesn't have the size to be an elite defensive center, and he brings some offense. But I think their two biggest holes is at the point guard and at center. They don't. They have those two big positions that are big holes on our team. So I don't see how they compete with Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and I don't think they're as good as Miami. I think Miami is better than them as well, and that's their biggest issue. So this is going to do it for episode 117 of the Pick Aside podcast. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at Pick Aside Podcast and on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod. And shout out to Marquise for coming on the show, uh. episode 117. We hope that you guys enjoyed his presence. Let us know down in the comment section below, especially on his hot takes that he gave. <laughs> you know, so let us know. Let me know thank man. you for watching, and we'll see you next time. Yo, thank you for having me up here, guys. This is Trevor Lane from the LakersNation.com podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire podcast network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team podcast network and business operations now they're raising another round on we funder 
WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.